0: Away off of Dinopedia, which might be my homepage from now on. Dinopedia.
1: <laughs> huh? I'm just gonna. Put, I'm just gonna bookmark it real quick.
0: I did not know that this place existed, but it is rad. A bully rhinoceros is fucking cool looking.
1: You know, my favorite dinosaur is the Archaeopteryx, uh, which is kind of the like proto, like halfway point between. Raptors and bird and modern birds, right, are considered right. to be. One of my ideas for a tattoo was to get a tattoo of a, like an Archaeopteryx fossil. Mm-hmm. But somebody I follow on Twitter did that, and now I'm like, well, now I can't do that. Ha- can you not? I'm waiting for you to leave. I can still hear you clicking.
0: It's just now I'm on Archaeopteryx. <laughs> oh my
1: God, Tony! <laughs> All right, so let's let's get started. Let's talk. No, wait.
0: <laughs> welcome Wait. to Director video vhs, VHS? uh podcast repair movies like fine wine i definitely forgot to say that when i recorded the intro myself
1: oh yeah well to be fair i think the last episode you know i will say this we were both just so excited to get our goof on mm-hmm. um and i'm i'm less excited today
0: i am so unexcited Uh, we watched two very, like, okay.
1: We watched two amazing Windows wallpapers.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: We watched, they were such good wallpapers, and I guess other things happened. And occasionally Occasionally,
0: a movie happened.
1: A movie got in the way. I'd be like, get out of here, movie. I'm trying to look at this wallpaper.
0: These are some almost shockingly terrible movies. A movie about, a movie about a dinosaur should be so easy.
1: It should be... Listen, The Land Before Time got fucking 16 movies out of their goddamn dinosaurs. And at least 10 of those are more exciting than these movies.
0: Dinosaur just stole half their plot from Land Before Land Time. Land Before Time? Uh, the other half was just Tarzan.
1: It, dinosaur, I don't want to talk about it yet. Right. I want to talk about... So Dinosaur came out in 2000. I want to talk about it after we talk about The Good Dinosaur. Because the things I have to say about the good dinosaur are harsh, but not funny.
0: By the way, a good dinosaur? Terrible goddamn name. There's no reason for it to be called that. Who's the bad dinosaur? There are, to be fair, there are some bad dinosaurs.
1: Those aren't dinosaurs. Those are pterosaurs. They're different.
0: I would argue that... Every dinosaur that we meet that isn't a T-Rex or or an Apatosaurus, which is I think only one, come to think of it. Jesus, what a bare bones movie, is insane. So, actually, the Apatosaurus goes insane too. Everybody's insane, which is like a really weird energy in this movie.
1: <laughs> I have never watched a movie that felt so much like an adult Desperately trying to tell an interesting story to a child, but not knowing what the child is into except dinosaurs. <laughs> it, this movie feels like a, a NaNoWriMo entry, where about halfway through they forgot what they were doing. <laughs> does that does that fly? I don't want to shit on people who do NaNoWriMo, but we all understand that a lot more work has to be done after that one month, right? Both of these movies are boring in very unique ways, which That's is, the I think, thing. great.
0: They're nothing like each other.
1: It's amazing how unlike each other they are, despite the fact that both movies kind of, like, they, they're about dinosaurs. They both have right. the word dinosaur in the name,
0: and they're but they they're both bad. I would say a good dinosaur is almost at that level of like spectacularly bad, but more it's just boring. And dinosaur is straight up boring the whole time.
1: Di- dinosaur is, I and here's why I want to talk about the good dinosaur first because the good dinosaur. Had a scene that worked, and I was so mad that it worked i was I was furious, but it did work
2: interesting dinosaur
1: is a is a is kind of just a meh failure from beginning to end. There's no part of that movie that's interesting also I do think the good dinosaur is just a better looking movie
0: and I feel like there's going to be a lot of side by side comparison with in this episode. oh hell yeah, but, but dinosaur had more realistic looking dinosaurs, although they None of them probably look like that, uh, with kind of over-exaggerated faces to make them look more human. And a good dinosaur kind of looks like Wallace and Gromit.
1: I'm just going to put this here at the top of the episode, and I'm never going to talk about it again. Not enough feathers on these dino boys.
0: Especially in dinosaur, they all look like they have, like, elephant skin.
1: Yeah, like, just that thick, leathery goodness. And I,
0: like, get why they why? did that, but also- we all knew what was wrong at the time and they still did it
1: yeah we knew dino- we knew dinosaurs have had feathers since at least 1996
0: there are some fucking good looking illustrations of dinosaurs with feathers there's this t-rex drawing that looks like a bird but also a t-rex and i love it
1: i love it so much because <laughs> here's here's okay there are a lot of people out there mostly people who are about our age to their mid 30s who are like Man, dinosaurs just don't look scary with feathers. Fuck right. you. Have you seen an ostrich? Those things are terrifying.
0: Yeah, have you, <laughs> have you ever like, gotten close to an ostrich? They're pretty. Funny. They
1: have teeth in their mouth. Like they'll fuck your shit. Ah. Uh. I I all right. I I want to talk about the good dinosaur first because because I have a lot of things to say about it and I don't think a lot of them are funny. I feel like most of this movie is. Not fun.
0: It's, it's 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 also not fun. It's it's weird. The stakes in this movie are weird. The story is weird. This,
1: this I I will say this. There are a lot of narrative decisions that this movie made that are infuriatingly baffling. Let's and and here's the thing, Tony is. I want to talk about them in this order, but I will give you free permission if you think it makes sense to in editing, just flip it.
0: Yeah, I'm not gonna do that. That sounds like some. <laughs>
1: Sounds like a lot. I was gonna say we'd have to. Uh, let's talk about the good dinosaur. Yes. Way back in the in, in the year two thousand nine, Bob Peterson and Peter Saan uh, put together an idea of having a a dinosaur. Uh, literally, the project was called an untitled Pixar movie about dinosaurs.
0: Strong start.
1: They and and basically their 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 thesis was like. Let's make a movie where a dinosaur is the main character, guys. Like, what if we did that today? And it's like, yeah, cool. Disney hasn't done that since two thousand. <laughs> so they they settled on the name of the movie, The Good Dinosaur, pretty early on in development around two thousand twelve. So this is about halfway into production, but at the beginning of like primary animation work. Mm-hmm. But by the summer of twenty thirteen, story problems had come up. Peterson and Walker had to be removed. Uh, they just they they just seem to continuously have problems with the story's third act.
0: I would have said they had problems with the first and second act as well, but okay.
1: Pixar has kind of a formula. If you if you really want to know how kind of Pixar approaches all of their films, because Pixar goes through directors in movie in large projects, uh, usually fairly quickly, and the final director is kind of usually the just the one that is there when the project is finished. But but usually the movie has different directors, like at inception, at the beginning of animation stage, and then occasionally, you know, directors will be added on and taken out as they need it. It's all detailed in, uh, in the movie, in the book, uh, The Art of Creativity, I think, that Ed Catmull wrote. Fantastic read, super interesting, highly recommend it. The, so, so one of the things that they do is if the if the directors are just too engrossed in the production of the film, is that they'll just take them out and put in somebody fresh who who has had no attachment to the project at all to look at it with completely fresh eyes. Uh, usually, it has to be somebody who with a lot of somebody who's had a lot of experience. So, a lot of times, newer directors who are kind of green will be taken off projects that they accepted. It. It's one of those things. It's like it sucks as a creator to hear that
0: yeah the where you start something you never get to finish it
1: but i guess as like as a company that has to at the end of the day put out a product it makes sense to if you have talent and you're one some of your talent is tired and you have fresh talent waiting in the in the dugout just switch them out it wasn't until basically august of 2014 that john lithgow who was put in charge of the project just completely dismantled the film Mm
2: -hmm. and
1: restarted from the ground up or sorry John Lithgow revealed that his role had to be re-recorded because the film was completely scrapped and restarted from the ground up. Most of the cast had kind of been moved out and a new cast had moved in and the whole movie had kind of been changed, but the title was retained. Uh at this point kind of the the, the scope of the film was I think shrunk a little bit and had the focus put on a much younger character as opposed to a, a an adult comedic character. I think the role was originally envisioned to be played by a uh, Bill Hader? No, yes, yes. Bill Hader, I think, was envisioned as being the lead, or Neil Patrick Harris.
0: Either way, that already sounds like a very different movie.
1: It it was definitely thought of as more of a a comedy. A mid-range comedy, as opposed to what we ended up getting, which was a very, kind of a hard movie to watch, in the context of, this is supposed to be for kids. Mm Mm-hmm this movie has the most baffling beginning uh, in any movie of all time because it's not explained.
0: It's super weird. Like I get it. It honestly felt almost spoon-fed to me. But like if you didn't know, and who I guess who would go to a dinosaur movie without knowing that the general consensus is that a comet killed the dinosaurs. But if if you didn't if you didn't know that then you would see this and you'd think, why did that happen 65 million years ago and now the movie gets to start? What happens is the comet misses. Which also, I felt fucking spoon-fed. I didn't need that. I can accept humans and dinosaurs together without you throwing I've a comet I've seen the this.
1: Flintstones, I man. thought the
0: exact same thing. I was like, if I could watch the Flintstones, I could watch this.
1: Here's the thing, right, is it took me a hot minute to realize... That the, that the premise was the asteroid that killed the dinosaurs just missed. Mm-hmm. In my head, I thought, oh, this is funny. Because after this movie, dinosaurs go extinct. And then it, it wasn't until I saw the human that I was like, oh, it's an alternate universe. Yeah, Dope. Yeah. It took me that long because of how fucking weird that beginning is. Uh, something that does happen is apparently dinosaurs evolved to look like friendly clay beasts. Yeah. Uh, they stopped looking like dinosaurs and started looking like uh, like what you say? like a wall of some grommet characters. Mm-hmm. That bothered me for the whole movie. I don't know about you.
0: It, I I had just finished watching Dinosaur the same night. Yeah, and Dinosaur same. has kind of the opposite problem, which is they look almost realistic but not, not quite. quite, and it and it really bothered me. And the fact that this that a good dinosaur never ever made any effort to look at all realistic was, like, kind of more okay with me. I don't know. It was... That wasn't the part I disliked about the movie. There's a lot of other things.
1: I'm just... Just for a movie with a cartoon-looking dinosaur, there are a lot of close-ups of this dinosaur's feet and nails. Mm-hmm. And every time I saw it, I was like, Ugh. This is weird. <laughs> Why is it so detailed?
0: Also, the kid doesn't look that cartoony.
1: Right? He just looks like a kid.
0: Uh, the landscapes look good, though.
1: Every time this movie had panned out onto a full landscape shot, I was like, this is why Pixar's the fucking best. Yeah. Damn. It's so choice. Like, the the person who was in charge of uh, framing these shots did an excellent job. Like, they, they really know their stuff. I just wish the writing department had the same level of expertise in the, in the wheel.
0: There are parts of this movie that are Crazier than almost any any movie I've seen that was like this competently made.
1: A lot of expert hands touched the making of this movie, except the script. Yeah, right. And so what you have is a lot of amazing work being put into
0: some serious garbage. <laughs> I,
1: I I say this a lot because it's true, right? Like you can have, and and this movie is a, the best example of it. I can, I have now. It doesn't matter how. Good you are at making movies, if your script is bad, your movie is bad. Mm-hmm. that's it. like if the words coming out of your character's mouths are not good words, no one's gonna like your movie.
0: I kept on trying to connect with this character's dad because I felt like there was something there there was a, there, yes, there was this bit where it's like okay, so this character he's like the most relatable character in the movie. he's kind of interesting.
1: She's trying to be I a good dad.
0: almost have it. And it didn't work because nothing he ever fucking said was any good.
1: Oh, the, mm, there's a thing he does say that they bring back. And I was like, that doesn't fly. <laughs> you can't bring- you, This isn't fucking Mufasa being like, remember who you are, Simba. This line meant something different the first time he said it, movie.
0: So we open, after all the landscapes- we see the first thing that I hated about this movie, which is the idea that dinosaurs eventually figured out farming. But for some reason, even though they'd been on the Earth millions of years, it took them 65 million more years to figure it out. So I was annoyed by that. And was annoyed by the idea that a pot of apatosauruses could be sustained by the amount of corn they were growing. I,
1: I had multiple... Problems with
0: because what it really looked like was (laughs) that would all just get eaten in like two days. They're a that's the thing.
1: They're very large creatures and they need kind of a constant intake of food. I don't think grain is going to cut it. Also, there there's this thing that they do to water the plants where they spit water out like elephants. Mm -hmm. Why not just dig an an irrigation ditch with your big dumb head? Like that's
0: no, I've had enough of irrigation ditches i refuse to watch a movie with an irrigation ditch in it
1: that's a very specific anger
0: it's thanks to this podcast what did i do you don't remember um joseph movie joseph is technical dreamcoat was it
1: oh okay well hey we'll get to we'll get to uh we'll get to joseph in a bit or moses anyway in the next movie
0: Oh, there is some Moses-y stuff in that movie. Oh, huh? yeah,
1: right. I know, hella. So we get, after this initial scene, we get to see Henry working his farm, and we get kind of just a glimpse into who this character is. We have, we get three guesses to find out who our protagonist is.
0: It's obviously the biggest egg. I mean, it's the one that's different. And surprise, it's the smallest dinosaur in that egg.
1: This movie should have been called The Littlest Dinosaur, by the way. hmm <laughs> At the entire movie, I was like, why wasn't it called the Littlest Dinosaur? That would have been such a good name. Uh, because he's constantly kind of the smallest dinosaur on screen.
0: I think he's the smallest dinosaur in the movie. Even counting the pterosaurs. Yeah. There's like this lizard thing, but I don't know if that counts as a dinosaur. No, that's a
1: lizard. It
0: has like wings. I don't know.
1: It's a, it, And that's horse shit.
0: <laughs> that's, well, I looked at that and I thought, well, there's 65 million years for new stuff to show up. So,
1: <laughs> right off the bat, these apatosauruses, Henry and Ida, had their kids Libby, Buck, and Arlo?
0: Arlo, yes. Uh,
1: what kind of a name is that? I
0: don't know. Your name is Henry. Okay, here's my biggest problem with this movie. I was going to say it a little later, but I'm going to say it now. This is like a Superman movie. If, instead of becoming Superman, Clark Kent just didn't.
1: He just became a farmer <laughs> and
0: just stayed on the farm. And this is
1: a Superman movie. If Superman became a farmer,
0: didn't have any powers, and just so it's
1: Friday Night Lights,
0: and just did the. I mean, maybe I've never seen it, and Me just neither. and just.
1: I I assume that Friday Night Lights ends with the football man not becoming a football man, though, because otherwise, what's the point of the movie?
0: I thought Friday Night Lights was a TV show.
2: Was it? I thought it was a movie. Oh,
0: anyway. Anyways. It's weird because they start off farming, and at the end, nothing is different on the farm. It's some really weirdly weak storytelling.
1: This movie introduces three...
0: No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I really want to say this one thing. Because as I say it out loud, it super bothers me. Yes. There is a kind of story where the story is you leave home. And when you come back home, everything has changed. And it's not because home has changed, it's because you've changed.
1: You've changed.
0: But Arlo has not changed enough for that to have happened in this movie? So he leaves home and comes back and everything's the same? The same. And it's so weird to me! Because that's not how you tell a story!
1: It's incredibly frustrating.
0: It's like, what if at the end of The Lord of the Rings, the hobbits came back, and then that was it?
1: and they were and they got to have a party like in the movies like what the movies did Tony is that what you mean what if well, the hobbits did what the movies did
0: well no i mean cuz the,
1: the book the book does a great job because they come home and it's been
0: destroyed no 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 i understand that but i'm saying what the movie did which they came home and their home was the same but they couldn't live in it anymore
1: yeah they i think other than sam all of them left right
0: i think so but they couldn't live it anymore because they had changed. That is still compelling in a way that they come home and just stay there isn't. That's
1: the thing is, I don't want to say that the hero's journey is the way you do stories, but people do stories that way because it's effective. It works. It's a structure yeah, it that, works. that we've repeated for literally millennia.
0: I would be fine if the hero's journey was different if If they did something that wasn't the hero's journey, I've seen stuff like that, and that but can the be problem good. is but is they that this one they do the hero's journey, but they do it wrong, <laughs> but they do it wrong and then they just
1: don't do the end part. It's incredibly frustrating, huh, <sighs> so life on the farm, we get to see them all doing their chores, but uh Banana boy is too small to really do any big, important chores, I guess. So all he does is uh
0: He feeds feed. their freaky death chickens and
1: for for a hot minute, I thought they were gonna have humans in that pen. I was too, and
0: I was like, no fucking way this does way this. Right. this is the scariest thing. <laughs> that would have
1: been the that would have been the most horrifying thing. Right? This is some
0: Planet of the Apes bullshit.
1: Because what do they do? Do they eat the people? What's going on? But no, they're just big angry chickens. So because this is the first time I had ever seen this movie. When they introduced this, I didn't. Ha- I didn't know that it would piss me off until the very end of the movie.
0: Really, I was pissed off immediately. Please because talk they introduced about it.
1: This concept of earning your mark, mm-hmm. which is like the so the point of it is, is that their dad has made this silo, and he put and him- because him and the mom do like a majority of the work. They like sign it with their their paw hand it's not a paw what I is see, it it's not a, a paw. footprint
0: i guess just foot i don't know what you call, like, you call a it dinosaur f-
1: a, a, a patasaurus it's a... <laughs> Man,
0: you have fun with it. <laughs> i was wondering what you call an elephant foot because they look For... like elephant foots in this.
1: yeah that's that's what i was thinking too but yeah their foot yeah they put like their footprint they sign it like their footprint and, and that's their mark and yep uh, and so, before we talk about why that's a problem, initially this is kind of great because it, it's spelling out a goal. I, this is the but, goal.
0: But here's my no, problem. No, no, no. We'll get it. to that.
1: We'll get to that. We'll get to why it sucks in a bit, Tony. Let me tell you why initially it's good.
0: I didn't think initially it was good. It's my well, no, problem. But,
1: so, so, so here's the thing is, and Pixar movies do this all the time. They always spell out a goal. But and it's,
0: it's such it's, a it's, weak
1: goal. I understand. Well, no, it's not. Okay. So here, let me give you an example of a Pixar movie that does this good, right? In uh-huh. Up, the goal of the movie is for the the main character to fill the picture book that he believes is empty because they never got to have those adventures, right? That was the goal that the movie introduces at the beginning. It's not the point. It, that's the thing is it's not the point.
0: But that wasn't the character's goal is, I think, the difference here?
1: Yes, exactly. It was a goal that that we, the audience, got. right. Like we know at the end of the movie that he is going to fill up that book somehow, mm-hmm. which makes the ending of that movie punch you in the gut so fucking hard it hurts. It really hurts. <laughs> in concept, when this scene started, I thought, "Oh, this is the the thing. This is the thing that's going to tell us that the character has grown.
2: Mm-hmm. It's when he
1: when he earns his mark. That's that's going to be the code for he has grown now, right? Right. The problem is." Is that, uh, you get your mark by just doing your chores?
0: Mm-hmm. It's... It's, uh, like... His siblings get their mark by watering plants and, like, carrying stuff. And it's so... And, like, he does... So the,
1: the, the movie makes this big deal about how, like, Arlu isn't good at doing his chores because he's just... He's, he's, he's very timid. Mm-hmm. But at the, he does get his chores done. He just also gets picked on by these asshole chickens, which I understand.
0: But here's the other thing: is they introduce making your mark as a big thing, and they keep it as a big thing despite the fact that it's revealed that what it is is a little star next to your name. Yeah, seriously. That you get in like first grade.
1: It's infuriating because it's, it's basically saying you did your job perfectly today, A plus. Here's a star, but you only get it once. And the problem is that Arlu is Arlu is completing his chores with like a C minus, which is still passing but not high enough to get that star.
0: Also, his dad made his mark on this silo because he made such a good silo that nothing could ever break into it and then and then something breaks into it which really pulls apart the whole point of the mark thing at all
1: It it, it just they introduce it and i'm like oh cool here's a classic pixar thing that pixar does and then it just falls apart before the before this uh part of the movie is even over
0: yeah Right, before the actual journey begins.
1: Because immediately we find out that that's actually not the goal. Sorry, that wasn't the goal at all.
0: But that's the thing. What Arlo wants is to be an okay farmer. That's like his thing. Could you
1: imagine imagine if at the end of Star Wars, Luke Skywalker went back to Tatooine and was like, Hey, my dead uncle and aunt. I'm a good farmer now. Being a Jedi taught me how to be a a decent farmer. So I'm going to do that.
0: Remember that episode? I don't know if you guys have listened to all the episodes. If not, do it. Some of them are good. But if you have, then you might remember the episode that we did on Wizard of Oz. And how the one thing that you could argue makes Wizard of Oz a bad movie is the fact that it ends with Dorothy back on the farm saying she's happy on the farm and will never leave.
1: It's kind of an ominous thing to say, really.
0: That's how this movie begins and ends.
1: You were were born on this (laughs) farm. You will die on this farm, Arlu. Henry comes up with this idea to encourage Arlu to make his mark. Because instead of just giving it to him for doing his chores like everyone else, uh, little Arlu has to go through traumatic experiences.
0: Well, he does. I mean, this isn't bad parenting.
1: So, So that's the thing is... This next scene, isolated from the rest of the movie, is pretty good. I really like it.
0: Yeah, he, he has this thing that he wants Arlo to do. And the reason he wants him to do it is because Arlo is afraid of everything and he wants him to be able to get past that.
1: As a person who has anxiety, the le- the, the lesson he gives Arlo of just breathing and observing is a very good lesson. If you're mm. if you're kind of in a in a having a mild panic attack, the best thing you can do is just look inward a little bit and just breathe. Allow yourself to feel the emotion because a big a hard thing about having anxiety is a lot of times you don't let yourself feel those emotions. And that's why they're intangible. So this is very good. Uh, but then he says, we're going to catch an animal and smash its head in like a melon, son.
0: Yeah, that bit was a bit weird.
1: Right? There's a lot of death in this movie. A lot of...
0: I would call unnecessary death.
1: Unnecessary threats of violence. Yeah. We're going to get to some unnecessary death in a hot minute. He gives Arlo just a goal. Here's what you're going to do, Arlu. is going to let you make your mark. You're going to catch the thing that's been breaking into our silo and stealing our corn. Spoiler alert, it's a human child.
0: So, uh, they set up all these traps for the kid. How
1: much corn could this tiny child possibly be eating that it is threatening their winter reserves?
0: I don't know, it doesn't seem possible, because he's alone. We learned that he doesn't have any family, so he's not stealing the corn like, running away from it. He's just eating it and then leaving. yeah. And I would guess that the max amount of corn that something that small could eat is maybe two ears.
1: Maybe three. If It's like a, a real hungry day. But he's not a big boy. He's a very small boy. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need that much nourishment. So the kid gets caught in the net trap that they make.
0: Hey, I hate this scene.
1: Because watching a child choke himself out sucks?
0: Yeah, I, I watched this and I was like, is that cartoon child almost strangling himself to death? And the answer is, yes, Yes. it is very upsetting, and I hate it, and I don't know why you would make a movie with that scene in it.
1: I would think the moment that that scene goes up on a storyboard, you ask yourself, hmm, when parents bring their children in to watch this children's movie for children, do we want those children to see a child, a human child, choke itself out?
0: I have seen so many movies with rope traps in them. Mm-hmm. And they're almost all comedically done. And I don't know why this one wasn't, but instead sucked very hard.
1: That's the thing is the scene, the, the setup and the premise of this entire scene wasn't comedic at all. It was treated very seriously. Arlu, you're going to beat the shit out of whatever small animal we catch. And you'll get to put your muddy foot on this rock. <sighs> Arlo decides to let it go free because he just can't bring himself to, to kill it.
0: Like, he doesn't want to get close to it is why he, won't, he refuses to kill it. Not because...
1: But he also does feel bad that it's killing itself because he stops it from doing that. Like, he could have just let the kid choke out and died. He would have done his job.
0: This moment did not have a moment of tenderness from Arlo, I felt No, like. at all. Which is weird for your protagonist.
1: For our hero? Yeah. At this point, Henry comes out and he's very disappointed, right? Like, this mm. is the job that he gave his son, and his son not only didn't do it, but did the opposite of it. Uh, and so he, he pushes Arlo to go out and they're gonna, you no, know, they're gonna go catch it, and Arlo is gonna finish his job and earn his mark. God damn it. If it's the last thing I do.
0: Probably shouldn't say that.
1: Probably should. Uh, uh. <laughs> the
0: thing, the thing that I like about Henry, he's almost a good character and it sucks.
1: I feel like if he had an entire movie, maybe he could have been a really good dad character, because he acts like a dad.
0: Yeah, well, he he drags him out. He's like, this is the thing I told you to do. This is what you're gonna do. You can't always be afraid of everything. And he drags him out, and then Arlo, like, falls and hurts himself. And he realizes, this is enough. I can't push you to do any more. And then, all of a sudden... Out of nowhere. In a way that's not how weather works... I,
1: I will say this is that this happens so suddenly and so violently that I out loud just said, oh, fuck. So what happens is like these rain clouds roll in over the course of the scene. As soon as they step outside of the farm, just dramatic rain.
0: Yes, even though it had been bright sunlight a second ago.
1: I will say if you look at the the little bit of the sky, you can see you can see the clouds kind of coalescing over the course of it. But it is still definitely way too fast to be reasonably possible.
0: It's just that, like, the <laughs> the fucking river floods enough to take out an Apatosaurus! That's
1: the thing! It looks kind of like the Hoover Dam broke, right? Yes. Like, this just massive wall of water is coming at Arlo and his dad, and his dad pushes him up to the high ground, and before he can make it up, just... This scene is so vividly, like, shocking, it, it it was not cool. This would have made a child scream in the theater.
0: It was not cool, but honestly, it's such a well-done scene that if the rest of this movie were any good, the whole thing could have hinged on this crazy kind of terrifying scene.
1: The whole scene is kind of just a massive Lion King theft in terms of framing. The yes. framing is, like, exactly the Lion King, but unlike the Lion King, there is no antagonist. It just happens unlike the lion king blaming yourself kind of makes sense
0: but that's something i also don't like about this movie arlo never blames himself he blames the critter which i sort of took as a way to blame himself but then when he finally forgives him he never even says it was really my fault or anything like that it kind of bothered me because frankly if i was in this situation damn right i would blame myself for getting yeah but that's the
1: (laughs) thing right Is, is is and obviously, it's not—it's not anyone's fault. It was—it's an accident, is right? Is the right. thing, and that's why it's so shocking.
0: This would be classified as an act of God.
1: But the thing is, is the scene is framed so horrifyingly because it smash cuts to his grave.
0: Yes, there's Henry looking at his son and giving him this like small comforting smile,
1: as uh, just a smile that says everything's gonna be okay,
0: and a huge wave, <laughs> just a whole wall of water just crashes into him and then we're looking at a grave.
1: It is honestly the most shocking death I've seen in a movie probably since Serenity where I was just like, ah, oh
0: shit, I guess this happened. I'm a leaf on the wind. But here's what really gets me is after I watched the whole movie, I realized Arlo's dad had no reason to die. He had no reason to die. This whole movie would have been the same. Exactly the same.
1: It also doesn't help That later on in the movie, a wall of water of similar size and velocity hits Arlo, Arlo and he's perfectly fucking okay. Here's the other thing, is that in a good movie, Arlo would have been fucking gone. He would have been out of dodge. He would not have gone back home. That's the beginning of the journey. That's the instigating moment.
0: Later in the movie, Arlo gets swept away by the water. If he just got swept away by the water here, and had to deal with his dad's death as he was getting home, that would already be more interesting. Especially
1: because then his dad could have just been at home. Yeah,
0: oh man!
1: Because the thing is, is that in The Lion King, which is a movie that we talk about a little too much on this, sh- on this podcast...
0: But this is also, as we're talking about Henry dying, that's what I was thinking about. Because, well, when you said he should have left and never come back, I thought, yeah, you know, in a good movie, they did do that. I wasn't even thinking about that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's frustrating. Because in A Lion King, every action that Simba takes after the, his dad dies is precisely because he was there when it happened and couldn't stop it. The feeling of powerlessness, the feeling of blame and self-doubt pushes his character up until the climax of the movie when he decides he's not going to be defined by it anymore after arlo's dad dies he doesn't think about it really we don't see it affect him again until two other scenes in the movie one of which is kind of weird and the other one is kind of weirder but they don't affect his decisions Because Arlo's defining character isn't the fact that his dad died. It's the fact that he's timid and afraid.
0: So Arlo does go back home. His dad's dead. For some reason, we don't see his siblings again until the end of the movie. We see him and his mom harvesting their corn. And she says something that we've heard before, but that for some reason really got me this time. Which is, if we don't finish this, we won't have enough for winter. And then I thought, what... Everybody should have been thinking from the beginning, why the hell do they live in this climate? They live in, like, Seattle. Apatosauruses lived in tropical climates. I mean, at the time, most of the world was a tropical climate. Mm -hmm. But that was still the best place to be in Apatosaurus. And I don't understand why they live somewhere with snow. It doesn't make any sense they don't wear clothes, so they can't be, like warm during the winter they don't even seem to have fire it really bothered me this time when they said it well the the thing that bothered
1: me is that i mean you have one less very big body to feed you don't really need to harvest all of
0: it you know what actually i'm interested now let me take a second how much food did a patasaurus eat
1: i don't think we know that exact number tony because uh archaeology is hard
0: Archaeology is hard, but let me check.
1: When they're not punching Nazis and putting things in museums.
0: com uh, paleontology, actually. Archaeology is punching Nazis. Paleontology, you hardly ever have to punch a Nazi.
1: You usually have to kill dinosaurs or hunt them in some yep. way. Or tell capitalists not to clone dinosaurs.
0: Still refer to a Brontosaurus as Wait a second, this is... Wait, but Brontosaurus wasn't... A fossil mixup. up brontosaurus is a real... Alright.
1: Yeah, hey, it's it's a controversial topic to this day. But yes, th- they have conceded that they're separate now,
0: yes. This fucking article from 2016 claims that they're not. I'm very angry. Okay, probably had to eat up to 400 kilograms, which is 880 pounds a day.
1: And that's assuming that it's full grown, right? Uh, yes. Okay, give me a sec. I'm gonna do some quick math. Four hundred kilograms, okay, so assuming uh Arlo's dad is full grown, his mom is maybe ten percent smaller, both of his siblings, which are about the same size, are about half the size, and Arlo, who is the smallest, is about a quarter of the size of his dad. uh that's about one thousand two hundred and sixty kilograms of food a day is that was was the original number you gave me a day? Yes, <laughs> then yes, this is a day. That's 1.26 metric tons a day <laughs> of food.
0: Ugh, these fuckers can't farm.
1: Uh, give me a sec. Div- divided by mass of corn. No, not popcorn.
0: They might pop it. You don't know. No, they don't have fire.
1: Yeah, they don't have fire. <laughs> 14,824
0: corn. <laughs> they a did, day. They do not have that much corn.
1: That's a lot of corn.
0: <laughs> they have so little corn on that farm.
1: They have like Maybe a thousand corn? Maybe. For all of winter. <laughs> hey, but I get it. It's cool. It's a fucking cartoon.
0: But I hate it. I hate, I hate that these apatosauruses are farmers.
1: Right? It doesn't make any goddamn sense. Why wasn't it
0: any other dinosaur?
1: There are a lot of small dinosaurs that you could have gotten.
0: Or at least not the
1: biggest. Right? You could have just gone with. Oof, Iguanodon maybe? Ugh,
0: but... No, I mean, they tried Iguanodon and it didn't work.
1: Maybe, and that that, that was the problem, you are correct. The (laughs) problem was the dinosaur that they chose.
0: Anyway, fucking Arlo falls into the river again.
1: Which, again, why kill the dad if you're just gonna have him washed away by the river?
0: He chases the, the human and they both end up...
1: Washed away by the river. I do want to point out that again, I knew nothing about this movie. I before watching it, I usually do my research after watching the movie, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, especially if I haven't seen it before. I really wanted a, a John, a big fat T-Rex voiced by John Goodman, and we do not get that in this movie, but we do come really close. We do come
0: really close. We Actually, can- the one the one thing I like about this movie is the the T-Rex cowboys. I think they're fucking great. <laughs>
1: Pixar's water, by the way, super good-looking, thanks to Finding Nemo.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say, they sort of did two movies where all they did was water.
1: So they better have that shit down. So
0: they got it down.
1: I should have killed you is a weird line for your hero to yell at a human boy.
0: Yeah, at a little baby.
1: And we hear it twice. So Arlo has to fast travel to the top of the mountain he gets up. He uh, ends up next to so that he can unlock the map. Uh-huh. And and we get a beautiful vista of where we're going to have to go to get home.
0: You know, I was going to make a joke about him jumping off after he, <laughs> a- a- after he doesn't lock them out. And then I realized that happens like 15 times in this movie.
1: Arlo falls off of shit so goddamn much in this movie. He's
0: probably the Disney hero who has taken the biggest beating. It is crazy.
1: And here's the crazier part. I don't know if you noticed this.
0: Over the course
1: of the movie, he gets battle damage and it stays.
0: (laughs) I did not notice this.
1: After he gets washed away by the river, uh, the movie kind of focuses in on his knees and you can see that his knees are kind of bruised. They stay that way for the rest of the movie. Every time he falls or gets injured in some way, that's like a just a new injury that's on his body for the rest of the movie. It's crazy that we have to watch this boy, this fucking child get hurt.
0: This movie has like very little humor in it, which is why I loved the T-Rexes. They were very funny. They were funny. It was it was a really good, really fucking weird moment because okay I'm I'm going to level with everybody cuz we're not there quite yet but I want to say this this movie comes a western for a solid 15 minutes
1: and it is the best 15 minutes of this movie I oh, swear definitely. to god it's so good I want that movie if they had made a movie that's just cowboy T-Rexes
0: I would watch a movie called cowboy T-Rex cowboy T-Rex sounds like an anime
1: <laughs> cowboy Cowboy T-Rex sounds like a $5. Cowboy Bebop
0: like... ripoff. Oh T-Rex. my god.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, just some sick synth jazz.
0: I would watch a TV show featuring Tyrannosaurus Rexes in space.
1: In space, yes. Doing obviously.
0: cowboy shit.
1: Arlo is trying to live out in nature. You know, he's trying to kind of.
0: He's roughing it.
1: He's re... That's the word I was looking for. He's roughing it.
0: Does he put up the tent before or after his tail gets crushed by a rock?
1: That was his leg, and this was after.
0: Okay, because I was watching, and I, and I thought, there's this movie's just going to turn to that other movie where the guy cuts his arm off to survive.
1: Uh, fun fact about that movie, I thought that movie was a comedy.
0: Oh no, Andy, because no! It,
1: because it starred, uh, James Franco, who at that point had been doing a bunch of stoner comedies.
0: Did you walk into that movie thinking it was a comedy?
1: no i walked into a living room in which my aunt was watching that movie with a bunch of other family they were super engrossed i walk in look at the screen see james franco and go that guy's fucking hilarious (laughs)
0: and then i left and then i left oh no i can't i can't believe there's a whole section of your family you're not allowed to talk to anymore
1: if anything, it just proved fears they already have.
0: But here's the thing. I had that thought, oh, this movie is just going to turn to the movie where he cuts his arm off. And then later, I don't want to bring the T-Rexes up again before we get to them. but I do have to say that later it turns out that they did that. They were in that Yes,
1: <laughs> there is a movie, a, a movie in which a T-Rex does 127 hours. That's kind of what this movie feels like, where it's just what traumatic... Horrible shit, can we put Arlo through in this scene? Every new scene feels like another awful thing. Like this kid has a rough couple of days.
0: In a little bit we're gonna meet the first dinosaur, which I honestly there were no other dinosaurs in this movie up to this point, so I did not know if we were going to see one.
1: I was very worried that this was just gonna be like uh uh what was that movie where Leonardo DiCaprio gets fucked by a bear? <laughs> Just like a long stretch of movie where it was just no talking and just raw wilderness survival.
0: There is a little bit of that, like more than makes sense for a kid's movie. Yeah, so um, Arlo tries to live off the land.
1: But he doesn't know how.
0: The kid starts bringing him food and he doesn't get what he's doing at first. Because he's he's doing that cat thing where a cat brings you a dead mouse. He,
1: he brings him a dead lizard and, and Arlo's like, gross. Yeah. He bites the head off of a bug, (laughs) which I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) Yep. And and Arlo's like, gross.
0: He brings him some berries. Arlo eats them. Great. That's great. Whatever. And so they go to find more. There's, I don't know, this cliff shit. Whatever. It doesn't matter. They get
1: attacked by a snake with little legs.
0: Yeah. And the thing (laughs) is, those snakes... The reason the snakes lost their legs because it was easier to just be snakes. That yeah. didn't have anything to do with the comet, so I was kind of stressed out by that. Just having a basic understanding of paleontology, of how snakes work.
1: I just love that its legs were so small. He <laughs> just had four little legs, and they didn't do anything. They just kind of wagged around. So at this point, uh, it's pretty much established that this little kid is going to be Arlo's pet dog.
0: So now they meet a Schizophrenic Ceratops. And I have not psychoanalyzed this dinosaur, but I think it's schizophrenic. It is
1: a Styro
0: Styr- See, I tried to look up what the hell it was, and I figured it was just some kind of ceratops. So that's what I put in my notes.
1: I tried really hard to name all of these. I failed most of them, but I got most of them, if that makes sense. This schizophrenic dinosaur... Okay, I don't want to be insensitive, but I will just say that this eccentric dinosaur...
0: I I wanted to say he was a crazy dinosaur, but honestly, he's- I don't think... I think crazy doesn't sound as good as... I think he's schizophrenic. I think he hears voices and associates them with the animals that hang out on his horns. And he doesn't do well when interacting with reality.
1: What I thought he was, was just like a, a dinosaur who was really into warrior cats.
0: <laughs>
1: but you're, you're- maybe you're right too. I feel like the, the truth is somewhere in the middle there.
0: I, I was watching this and I got really uncomfortable- Same. By what seemed like the first character that's not Arlo's family- That he meets. Is- is just like- Crazy. Weird, crazy guy. And that's it. I don't understand- dinosaur civilization that's the thing right
1: is the 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 movie sets up the premise of we have a patasaurus farmers cool dope
0: right we also have um t-rex cowboys ranchers
1: t-rex ranchers and cowboys uh we have cultists that we're gonna meet in a couple seconds
0: We have Rustlers, and I don't know-
1: Where this- Because he's coded like Homeless Crazy Guy, right? Yes. But he's a dinosaur, so he can't be homeless.
0: He blends into the trees perfectly, which tells me that he just lives there, because of course he does. Of
1: course! Each of his little critters protects him from something.
0: This is a pretty good list, but I've forgotten them.
1: (laughs) Fury, Destructor, Dream Crusher- and debbie and of the four of them i really like dream crusher because dream crusher protects him from (laughs) having high ambitions (laughs) which was a line that was like that's a bit rough
0: it's funny but it's very much in the theme of this movie which is like even our jokes are kind of depressing
1: every time this movie made me chuckle it made me go (laughs) without fail
0: nah i like some of the t-rex stuff
1: So, me too, it's super good. But, uh, uh, they basically get into a naming contest where they're trying to name this new dog a human. Because whoever names him keeps it. Those are the rules.
0: Here's the thing, I did this with a dog once. When I was a kid, somebody put a strange dog in our backyard. And if you think to yourself, that's an insane thing to do to a random person's backyard, you would be right. But we kept the dog. Of course. The dog had a collar, but no tags... And we put out flyers and stuff. Put stuff in the paper.
1: I would assume you didn't just keep it outright.
0: I mean, we ended up keeping it outright.
1: I understand, but you have to try to return it.
0: We sat around and, like, called out random names to see what he responded to. He ended up responding to Max, which makes sense because it's, like, the second most common dog name.
1: After... What What would you say is number one?
0: I don't know for sure, but I bet up there is probably Spot. which. I hate because it's such a dog name that it's super weird to call a human that. Even a human that looks like a dog because he doesn't have Spots.
1: He does have freckles, though.
0: I guess he does, but there's also a lot of dirt on his face, so who knows? The point of the scene is just to give Spot a name.
1: Just so that, for the rest of the movie, he's not that baby.
0: This other dinosaur never shows up again, and nothing that he says means anything later. Yeah. So they leave and they briefly get drunk on some fruit.
1: They get high as fuck and Disney needs to
0: I wish they'd stop this. <laughs> but also, they treat it like they're high, but rotten fruit gets you drunk, not high. So I don't know what the hell
1: Maybe uh, maybe it was like rotten high fruit.
0: Maybe yeah, maybe there were some magic mushrooms growing inside, inside the fruit. Of it,
1: yeah. Some fungal shit. This scene lasts like 0.2 seconds. It's very short, but it feels like an eternity. Because the entire time it's happening, my only thought is, Pixar, why? You have never done anything like this before in any of your movies. Why now? In this movie where a child loses his father.
0: This is when I asked the question that I, in the back of my mind, had been asking the whole time. Which is, who is this movie for? We've had we got a dead dad.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: A crazy dinosaur, a human who's a dog, and now they're drunk.
1: And now they're drunk.
0: And, like, I don't get it. The, what really bothered me is right before this movie, I had watched Dinosaur, which is a movie that is not very good, but has the kind of plot that I understand. It has kind of a... You ever watch Animal Planet? Yeah! When they take a, a film from actual shit happening in nature, and they give characteristics to the creatures. Yeah. That's what Dinosaur felt like to me. Just not very well done. And I thought, okay, that's what this is. I don't know what this movie is.
1: That's the thing. It's so amorphous. Like, I said earlier that at some point during the production of this movie, they just scrapped everything they had and just redid it from the ground up. But it it really feels like that when they did that, that they still didn't have anything tangible. This movie is so all over the place. It's got so many premises, but no ideas. At this point, after they get super drunk and they're hanging out together, Arlo has to explain to, is trying to explain to um, Spot that he misses his family. He's like, hey, Spot, let me let me tell you what family is. Family means
0: Ohana. Wait. Mm-hmm. No. I hate this scene, because <laughs> Spot is a dog. Spot I know he's is a, a human, he's but, he's a, but he's a dog. He's a dog. And they could have had a scene where Spot seemed to basically understand and tried to comfort Arlo, but instead they had Spot completely understand and tell him that his family is dead. Was
1: also dead.
0: Which not only was a bad scene, but made me ask questions like, is there human civilization? And my understanding is no, because I actually don't think Spot's a human. I think he's a Neanderthal or... Or something that's about to be a Neanderthal?
1: No, dude. These things, these guys are straight-up cavemen. They are humans.
0: But they don't stand upright, except sometimes No, but sometimes, they do! But of.
1: they do! Be- they, but they do is... The thing is they do. Because they do.
0: Anyway, this movie's bad.
1: This movie, I, uh, <laughs> here, let me bring up something that bothered me for the whole movie. It's kind of a small thing, yeah. which is that every human walks on the flats of their hands. All of those humans have carpal tunnel. Uh, We're not made to do that shit. If you look at any primate, like, they don't walk walk on on the flats. They walk on their knuckles. Uh, Because if you do that to your wrist, that's fucking carpal tunnel, dude. You're hyperextending those tendons.
0: I remember what bothered me about Spot's family. He's the one who brings up the idea of burying somebody. That suggests that there was somebody to bury his parents.
1: They have burial. They have a concept of ritual burial.
0: Which sort of led to the question, why is Spot alone if somebody buried his parents?
1: Yeah, because obviously he didn't do it. I also, I don't know about you, but I never got over the whole making the human just a dog thing for the whole movie. It's super weird.
0: Do you know what really bothered me about the human just a dog thing? And this is jumping ahead, but what the fuck, I don't care. Eventually... Spot needs to go back with the other humans, which doesn't make any goddamn sense because he's a dog. <laughs>
1: At that point, I'm like, "Oh, it's it's that wolf movie. I forget. There's a movie in which like a dude and a wolf are like roughing it in the wilderness. But then when he leaves, the wolf wants to come with him. And he's like, "No, you gotta." It's uh, White Fang. White Fang. Yeah, it's a Jack London. It's multiple. Ja- it's every Jack London
0: actually. But yeah, has that scene. However, I thought of it as <laughs> you not know seeing an Airbud.
1: You're gonna be more specific than
0: dude. Where he has to get rid of the dog?
1: I don't remember that scene. What the so, fuck are you like, talking the, about? The evil
0: clown is after his dog, so he needs to send it away. So he throws rocks at it and tells him he doesn't love him anymore. And this kid can't fucking act, and it's great.
1: At this point, they've they've both committed themselves to the goal of going home. Also, at this point, we get to, we do get to watch Arlo's dad die again.
0: We've had this problem with other movies, which is reusing a scene. This movie is bad, and I don't think reusing the scene made it any worse. But you have to be, I feel like you have to be a very good movie maker to reuse a scene exactly as it was and have that be satisfying. This movie's like an hour and a half long. That scene did not happen that long ago.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's The, the thing that bothers me is that, this should have happened near the climax of the movie. If you're going to do something like this, you do it at the climax of the film about 75% of the way through, right? We're not yeah. even halfway into this movie. We still have a ton more movie to go, and we get to watch his dad die again, and it feels like almost immediately. It doesn't help that the scene before this, he literally buries his dad for a second time, right? Or metaphorically buries his dad for he, a second time. He
0: literally metaphorically he buries, buries his dad. dad.
1: i i said literally the way that meant not literally
0: he literally buried a stick
1: he literally buried a stick but metaphorically that stick was his dad
0: yeah you all get it hey 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 hey. i'm sorry this just occurred to me did they bury his dad
1: they did there's a or
0: or did they make a grave for a body That is washed up somewhere because there's no fucking way they got that back. I,
1: there is burial mound, but I, I have to assume, yeah, that, or maybe, maybe the water hit him and he just fucking like died instantly. And then he just stayed there. He's a pretty big dinosaur.
0: How? how do you? Bury, how do you dig a hole that big? I can't believe I didn't think of this before. They don't fucking That's bury insane. him standing up, dude. Like, although, I think an apatosaurus lying right, down yeah, is still it's pretty. Still, it's still a big. pretty. You could fold him up a little bit, maybe. <laughs> oh my god! This is, this, this is the worst burial. I hate this.
1: I will say, if they did bury him standing up, the neck and head could just be the the gravestone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make any goddamn sense to you, but let me, but let me, so, um, this is gonna make this next <laughs> sentence sound crazy. This movie does a really good job of perfectly capturing, cinematically, what it feels like to have post-traumatic anxiety. But then it does jack shit with it, and it is absolutely infuriating, because again, Arlo never does anything proactive because of his dad dying. It's always redactive because him remembering that his dad died makes him run away from his goal over and over again.
0: If Arlo didn't have the fear thing in the beginning, but then Got fear. Yeah, had the fear now because of because every time he sees this water he has he has this flashback of his dad dying. That would be pretty intense. So Storm blows in. This is part of the reason why he sees this vision of his dad. He ends up holed up during the storm behind a rock and some trees, and some very personable pterosaurs show up.
1: And for a hot minute, you're like, man, are these guys hippies or cultists? I'm not gonna lie, I really like this crazy dinosaur, but it gets a little intense for a kid's movie.
0: When they were like, oh, we're following the storm, I thought that, okay, I kind of get that. Like, I, I get that there would be, like, thrill-seeker pterosaurs. Right? And then they, they eat that, like, raccoon thing, and I thought, that's a little dark, but also, it, it's kind of nice to have a, uh, <laughs> this is my problem with Dinosaur, where anything that ate meat was automatically the bad guy.
1: Yeah, it's nice to have- we have multiple meat eaters in this movie that aren't automatically the bad guy, it's great. Right, and
0: I, and I thought, well, it's kind of, you know, circle of life, it has to happen, but then they immediately became villains.
1: Because they want to eat the kid, I believe they say they're extra juicy, which is a little fucked up thing to say, again, in a movie for kids-
0: In a movie for kids, where the monster that wants to eat the kid is going to. (laughs) So he's running from the pterosaurs, and he sees what looks like another Apatosaurus. Yeah. But it's not. It's these two T-Rexes, and I was so psyched! You could tell from their character design, these aren't gonna be bad guy T-Rexes. Yep. They like, automatically have smiles all the time.
1: And they're also just designed in a very friendly way.
0: Yes. I actually love the way they run. I think it's probably a lot like how a T-Rex actually ran, and it's so cool to watch.
1: Hey, listen, man. I'm gonna tell you something, alright? You know the mm-hmm. way that they're running? You know who, you know when a kid has a stick horse, <laughs> and they're trying to run like they're riding a real horse? <laughs> Tony! <laughs> Tony! <laughs> That's how they're running, Tony!
0: Yeah, uh, they're they, doing like a gallop. They even have their a, a little.
1: They even have a one claw up as if it's holding reins.
0: Uh, <laughs> I'm not taking it back. I still love how no, it's.
1: Nuts. It still definitely looks cool. I didn't key into that's what that run animation was until about the third time I saw it, where I was like, "Or uh, I was like, oh, that's a pretty good joke, actually." the tyrannosaurs chase away the pterosaurs pterosaurs thank you
0: and they almost ate them which is too bad because they could have eaten them and i would have been fine with it here's the thing about dinosaurs i don't hold them to the same laws that i hold humans yeah it's because they're dinosaurs if they ate those guys who were trying to attack a, a couple kids fine yeah man do it go for it but they didn't
1: At this point, we meet their dad, uh, Southern Sam Elliott Tyrannosaurus, which is so good. Not John Goodman, but it's such a good choice. I love Sam Elliott because anytime anybody needs a cowboy, they always get Sam Elliott at some point in the movie. If cowboys are involved, you're going to find a Sam Elliott somewhere in there. It's like his job.
0: I mentioned this before, but at this point, for about 20 minutes, this movie does become a western.
1: And it's so good.
0: It's very good. It's the best part of the movie. The other parts of the movie are trash.
1: It is a goddamn shame when we leave that part of the movie. There is a movie in which Arlo doesn't go home. He stays with these tyrannosaurs and just becomes a cowboy dinosaur. Yep. And that movie is called The Cowboy Dinosaur, and it's a better movie.
0: Also, T-Rex is herding buffalo, or longhorn cows, or whatever these are.
1: They're definitely like a kind of proto-cows.
0: Yeah, certainly makes a lot more sense than a pedosaurus is growing corn.
1: Especially because it's enough cows, and they're big enough, that I think, yeah, one of those could feed all three of them for maybe a week.
0: Yeah, especially because um, carnivores have different eating patterns. They can eat a big meal. And then be fine for a while.
1: And then they're kind of veget, they're kind of like in a vegetative, veg- ve- vegetative. They're super calm for a while.
0: This seems like the most fleshed out part of the movie.
1: <laughs> I feel like the person who wrote this specific part of the movie really should have been. that as soon as they wrote this scene, they should have gone to Ed Catmull and been like, "Hold the phone! I found a better movie. This is the movie <laughs> we should make." Or, or at least we should get rid of the rest of the movie. Leave this twenty-minute part. And make that like a short that we put at the beginning of Frozen 2 or something.
0: If you ain't scared of a croc biting you in the face, then you ain't alive. Oh,
1: man. What a
0: fucking good scene. Right?
1: Oh, Jesus. And that, that's the thing, right? Is up until this point, no character has told Arlo it's okay to be afraid.
0: My understanding from watching this scene is that that's what his dad was trying to tell him, but never really got it across yeah. This is the one scene that made it okay for him to have a dead dad. Because, like, here's what he was trying to teach you, and now they're helping him learn it. Here's you know?
1: a, here's another dad.
0: Yo, I heard you like dads.
1: So I gave you two. <laughs> and they're both dinosaurs. There's a give and take here. Arlo decides to help out the Tyrannosaurs, and in return, they'll help him get home.
0: Right, because they, they lost their herd.
1: They, uh, and, and he lost the river. So using Spot's amazing dog skill of sniffing out prey
0: here's the thing is humans don't have very good senses of smell and t-rexes probably did but whatever fine
1: maybe they all lost their sense of smell from their crazy wacky adventures
0: maybe they did
1: (laughs) they find out that their longhorns have been stolen by rustlers
0: I don't know what these rustlers are.
1: They're velociraptors. They're straight okay, up velociraptors. Okay. But here's the thing. Is they have these weird feather eyebrows that are super fucking gross, <laughs> man. I was not about it.
0: There's, these are some gross looking velociraptors. They're also the only dinosaurs that have feathers.
1: Yeah, which again, they all should have had feathers.
0: And honestly, the design for them could have been less... Weird looking, but you know, these were the bad guys, these so I get These were bad it. guys,
1: yeah. They looked very sticky. They have a plan to trick these uh, Velociraptors, and, and at this point, uh, Ar- Arlo earns his stripes, and he beats up a couple himself.
0: Yeah, he actually saves the uh, Sam Elliott. Big T-Rex, yeah, Sam Elliott, from being taken down by a couple of them.
1: At this point, they decide to just kind of drive the Longhorns back to, where I guess, wherever they they come from.
0: I know there's reason to drive cat- cattle, but I actually don't know what it was besides to slaughter them.
1: The reason that humans drove cattle was to get them from the grazing lands up to the trains to slaughter them. I don't know why the fuck these Tyrannosaurs are driving them around, but...
0: Well, maybe that's what they're doing. Maybe they're going to graze them they're great they taking them from the grazing lands to somewhere to slaughter
1: them. i there's a lot about this dinosaur civilization that i just i it, it, i want answers to
0: i want I, is there a city
1: yes is there is there a metropolis if there are dinosaur farmers is there a dinosaur tax man
0: oh my is there a dinosaur tax man if,
1: if there was a dinosaur tax man man does he have little gla- he has like little glasses made of wood i mean yes or maybe a little tie made of leaves He's probably an oviraptor, you know, an egg stealer.
0: I don't think oviraptors actually were egg stealers. It sure is shown holding a lot of eggs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I should say they've been portrayed in multiple movies as stealing and eating eggs.
0: As its name suggests, oviraptor was originally presumed to have eaten eggs, but that I don't see a but here. But I believe if I'm if I'm remembering something I read a long time ago, right? There is a famous fossil of an oviraptor with eggs and they're like look at this oviraptor it was gonna eat these eggs and then it got fossilized and then somebody else came along and said this is a mom oviraptor trying to protect its eggs
1: from the thing that fossilized it
0: which, when you think about it, makes a lot more sense, because I'm about to get fossilized, I'm not having some fucking pasta. So, yes, they don't actually know how, what it fed on, because for a long time, they just said it was eggs. And now, there's something that says it's not eggs, but... Boy, oviraptors are ugly looking, huh?
1: Yeah, they're not, they're not exactly like, I'm just saying, that like, if you're gonna make any dinosaur the man dinosaur...
0: It's gotta be something with two grasping hands like this too
1: right it's something that can
0: hold a clipboard yeah or like rub them together
1: oh yeah like an evil rubbing where were we
0: ah we got dist- i got distracted by over raptors um yeah i think he was about to break off from the t-rexes
1: that's right that's right uh, he leaves the good movie <laughs> Goes back. It goes back to the good dinosaur. We get like kind of like another montage of Spot and Arlo kind of making their way through the through the mountainside. Yeah, they're climbing. They're kind of climbing up that Three Peak Mountain that that does have a name.
0: Clawtooth Mountain.
1: Clawtooth Mountain. Thank you.
0: It's kind of a nice little scene. I like the I, I like them throwing Spot up in the air into the clouds, getting a glimpse of the mountain. Yeah, it's good. Very if cute. this if this was a good movie, that could have been a good scene in it.
1: You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me a lot of Brother Bear
0: yeah that's fair that actually i think is a movie that has the same problems as this one
1: i think this movie meanders a bit more mm-hmm. and uh, but also this movie's definitely a lot prettier this movie's fucking gorgeous at this point while they're howling and just kind of having fun we hear another howl in the distance and in the distance we see another human a man with a long beard howling back at them spot looks like he's kind of itching to leave arlo and go with this human being and arlo's like
0: nah yeah that it was it was like a weird scene because i wasn't sure what was going to you, you know it's clear that that he's supposed to be with his own people yes except again he's just a dog
1: He's a dog. So,
0: that was so weird that that's, like, part of it. The
1: problem is, is that if dogs were this intelligent, having them as a pet is fucked up. Arlo went from having a plucky little companion to stealing a baby.
0: Right. Once you say, no, you, well, you can't go with the other humans, That that's stealing a baby now. That's
1: stealing a baby. Now you're the overraptor.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> Spot would howl occasionally. He's been looking for other people.
1: And... It's clear that at this point, we're supposed to go, oh, Arlo just doesn't want to be alone, and they're almost at the end of their journey, and, he's, and, and, and look, he considers this little child, human child like family now. But what I think is, Arlo just stole a baby. And that's the problem with trying to make people dogs, is that at the end of the day, they're people.
0: Arlo has not done a lot of things that are traditionally heroic in this movie.
1: The problem is is that anytime Arlo could conceivably do anything heroic, he's overtaken by fear. And any time Arlo tries to do something that's obviously bad, he just does it.
0: Yeah, so they leave this old guy, and I guess he fucking dies or something.
1: No, he follows the shit out of them, because he comes back at the end of the movie.
0: Is that the same old guy? Yeah, it's the same yeah, old guy. It,
1: it took me a hot minute, but I, I did kind of go back because I wanted to see if they're the same old guy. It's... It was hard to tell, but they're the same.
0: He kidnapped this kid, and they're heading this another fucking storm.
1: Storms happen in this movie at, like, the speed of a car crash. I sort of wish other shit
0: would happen. I mean, the pterosaurs show up again, but they show up because of the storm.
1: Yeah, because they follow the storm.
0: Yeah, and I kind of wish, like, other bad stuff occasionally happens. Instead of the same bad stuff, which is a storm, a river flooding, or falling off of something.
1: God, Arlo falls off of a lot of shit. He's about to fall off one last thing. No, wait, that's not true. I (laughs) I just remembered another thing he falls off of later. The Los Tres Crazy Boys are back.
0: They start attacking, they grab Spot, and they knock Arlo off a cliff, and he ends up again getting, like, choked. And I'm sick of it. Honestly, it's, like, less bad because he's a dinosaur and not a human baby.
1: But it's more bad because he has such a long neck to choke.
0: But it's, like... I don't need to see people getting garroted all the time in my movies. It is a lot. In my kids' movies. In my kids'
1: movies. So he gets a second concussion and then we get some real Star Wars shit, man.
0: Yeah, he starts like hyper hallucinating. And is there something in the water or something? Because there are so few sane dinosaurs in this movie.
1: There are the sanest dinosaur. Uh like ate off its own tail, right? Like, <laughs> that's where we are in this movie. Uh he hallucinates his dad, like like helping him out and walking him home, and he's like, No, wait, dad, I have to go and save this this kid. Uh he says that he loves Spot, and that is such a strong word. Love is such a strong word. Uh, and I and, and as soon as he said it, I was like, maybe acquaintance? <laughs>
2: Maybe,
1: you know what he should have said is, he because sh- he says, I need to go save Spot because I love him. What he should have said was, I need to go save Spot because it's the right thing to do. Because, goddammit, Arlo has not done anything. Anything
0: because it's the right thing. thing to do. Interesting.
1: And so here's the thing. Earlier in the movie, his dad says that you need to go take care of this little critter and kill it dead. And at this point, his dad looks at him, smiles (laughs) serenely, and says, You go take care of that critter. And I assume he means kill it, because that's what he fucking meant last time.
0: This is my problem, is if his dad came back Mufasa style, as a weird giant ghost. In the sky. In the sky. Then, it would be fine that he gave him his blessing to take care of that critter. But the fact that he just dreamed about it?
1: It's weird. It's super weird. It's so weird. I will say this, though. The moment when he looks down and sees that his dad isn't leaving footprints as he's walking gave me fucking chills. I was like, whoa, this would have been so effective in a better movie.
0: But the thing is, he's not leaving footprints as he's walking, but then it turns out to all be a dream. Right. I know. If he was actually walking, that would have been way better.
1: It's so frustrating. I was like, damn, this could have been such a cool thing.
0: It's like they have two good ideas in this movie and nothing else.
1: Right? Ugh.
0: I also thought it's too bad his family isn't out looking for him because it would be great for people who have actual stakes in this to say, why don't you leave that critter behind? And then he won't. I was really bothered by <laughs> almost every aspect of this scene. Because like if his dad was alive and he found his kid, And then he couldn't get his kid to come home?
1: Hey, there would have been some tension there. Oh, yeah. wouldn't it be great for a movie to have tension?
0: No, the the other movie had tension.
1: (laughs) The other movie had a lot of tension, and a lot of that tension was bad. A lot of that tension was weirdly sexual in a way that I wasn't comfortable with.
0: I'm glad you also noticed that. Yeah, right? It's weird. (laughs) It's weird. (laughs) So Arlo wakes up, breaks out of the vines that were choking him. I think he falls off some more stuff. He,
1: he definitely falls off some stuff, climbs some stuff, and eventually uh, he goes to the eye of the hurricane where the, the birds are.
0: Yeah, they're they're at the river. There's like a dead tree that Spot is hiding in.
1: They, they are harassing the shit out of, a, out of, again, a human baby.
0: They're trying very hard to eat this human baby, but also having fun with it. Mm-hmm. Because you gotta love what you do.
1: You gotta play with your food. I know they say don't, but you gotta play with your food.
0: So, Arlo knocks one into the water.
1: Arlo knocks all of them into the water, and I assume all four of them die by his hand.
0: Well, one of them gets, like, part of his wing bit bit off by Spot, which is, like, so fucking savage. So raw! I was like, (laughs) holy shit! And then he tries to fly away, and he can't, and he, like, spins in a circle and lands in the water? No,
1: no, no, he tries to fly away, and then Arlo grabs a stick throws it that's right (laughs) hits him on the head and knocks him into the water arlo murdered four pterosaurs
0: that's fine but here's here's what bothered me about he's got the
1: bloodlust
0: i couldn't make that throw and i don't believe he i hey
1: i couldn't make that throw and i have opposable thumbs like (laughs) (laughs) my dude was just twisting his neck a little bit also, usually in a movie, in a good movie, they would have a scene where he's like, "Oh, I'm just not good at throwing these sticks," and then his dad's like, <laughs> "Son, this is how you throw a stick," and then it comes back later in the movie,
0: or or it could be like a game that he and his siblings play or something, where right? At the no
1: point in this movie has Arlo ever been competent at anything except Russ, except. Uh, wrangling longhorns and now he's just a ninja murderer.
0: Yeah, there's...
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's wild.
0: Do you know what it makes me think of? Uh, This is a weird poll because I've never seen this movie. But every year I listen to Till Death Do Us Blart. (laughs) And every year they talk about how in the first half of the movie, Paul Blart is a fucking idiot. And in the second half of the movie, he's... He gets like fucking action hero, and at no point
1: he gets, yeah, he Jason Boris, man.
0: And at no point is there a moment when he learns how to be an action hero, yeah. And so, for some reason, he's just suddenly very good at being an action hero. Mm Uh, and that's what this made me think of, yeah. It definitely,
1: uh, kind of just happens out of nowhere. And, And again, I do have to beg the question again, like, why did his dad have to die? Like, at no point in the movie does it matter that his dad
0: died. There's really no reason. It would have been the same movie if Arlo had been the one who got washed away. In fact, it would have been such the same movie that I wonder if at some point somebody said, shouldn't the dad die?
1: Weren't we supposed to kill the dad, though? And it's so frustrating because that is such a vivid death. It's such a raw, shocking death. That you remember it for the whole movie, so you're constantly wondering when it's going to matter. And it doesn't. Because at this point, Arlo has killed all the pterosaurs, but Spot is now being swept into the river. And Arlo, like, football leaps as a giant wall of water, exactly like the one that killed his dad is washing towards Spot. And this time he's going to save Spot like he failed to save his dad, I guess? But the thing is, is he gets hit by this wall of water and he's fine. And also he doesn't save spot. Cause he still has to do that.
0: This whole scene, he's suddenly like way cooler and way better than he has any right to be.
1: And and the and the thing is, is the the moment he becomes cool isn't when he tells his ghost dad to fuck off. It's when he says, It's time for me to find out. Who I am meant to be, which is a line I think that Sam Elliott Tyrannosaur tells him that once you get past your fear, that's how you, that's when you find out what you, what you're made of. That's the line, what you're made of. So it's not even his dad, it's Sam Elliott surrogate dad. It's so frustrating. So, uh, let me guess, they're about to fall over a huge waterfall.
0: Sharp rocks at the bottom.
1: Yeah, looks likely.
0: Then they, but then they do?
1: Yeah, but then they do?
0: And, like, I kept on thinking, one of these things should have killed them. I had assumed that they had to get out before the waterfall. And, yeah, like, so many
1: Disney movies, with the exception of the one we just quoted, which is a hilarious, which <laughs> this is the funniest point of that movie. When they do a, when they do a, we're going towards a waterfall seriously, though, they get out before. But this one, they straight up just fucking fall out. So they get out of the water, and it looks like Spot is dead, and then Arlo breathes on him like a, oh shit, you know what we didn't talk about? We didn't talk about the fucking lightning bugs. Yeah. That's like a big symbol in this movie that doesn't fucking matter, like everything else in this movie.
0: It doesn't matter, but the, it's, it looks good.
1: It looked super pretty. It looked like something that belonged in Brave. So anyway, he breathes on Spot, and magically Spot coughs up some water and is fine.
0: I kind of wish what had happened, and I watched that and I thought, well, that was stupid because he didn't perform CPR, and he couldn't be expected to. But if he can't perform CPR, then they shouldn't have had him cough up water. I wanted him to pass out next to him and then wake up with it turning out spot is fine. That's the only way it made sense for me for that to work.
1: What I would have done, because I had a similar thought, I was like, oh, both of them are going to wash up, and then they're going to be saved... By the human man that they saw earlier, because they introduced mm. him like Chekhov's human man. <laughs> and, obvi- and if you leave a human man on top of the mantelpiece, he's gonna be fired by the end of the film. But no, he just breathes on him and he's fine. Oh, I do want to point out just because you know, just to just to point it out that uh, in this movie the dinosaurs don't really have lips, and in the next movie they do have lips. <laughs> they have very human lips. Just an artistic choice that both of these movies made. And I think they're both wrong. <laughs> I don't know what right is.
0: To be fair, dinosaurs probably didn't have lips.
1: Uh, some of them maybe did.
0: You know, I guess that's the big question.
1: Right. It's, that. To me, that's what I want. Did dinosaurs have human lips? <laughs> <laughs> because if so, they're canceled. No, <laughs> I'm sorry, but... That's so weird to see. Remember,
0: I said I wanted to learn about real dinosaurs. I lied. I lied.
1: Fuck it. <laughs> Although, but to be fair.
0: But to be fair, how else do they make out?
1: Uh, well, we'll talk about that in the next movie. So, here, Arlo and Spot get to the top of the mountain, and at this point, I realize something. He fell into the river, and the river washed him up the mountain, up a waterfall, and then mm-hmm. back down the other side of the mountain.
0: I don't know what to tell you man
1: <laughs> they meet more people they meet the old man and there's another there's like a mom and two kids
0: and they have white hair
1: they all have white hair well and the the kid has like white in his hair it's from the stress man it's hard
0: I guess yeah
1: it's hard being a human in a world with dinosaurs
0: we kind of talked about the scene already but
1: the implication is that these two people are his parents but that doesn't make any goddamn sense because he
0: Yeah, I don't think that is the implication. He doesn't look like these two people.
1: But it's definitely implied that, like, they are willing to take him in and take care of him. Right. Uh, Like, as...
0: The humans don't talk in this movie. They don't. But the fact that they howled at each other, I think Spot probably has some kind of lost howl.
1: Yeah, like, I'm looking for home. Right. So Spot and these humans reconnect, and they have, like, a loving moment. And then he goes back to Arlo, and Arlo's like, no, you gotta go home, Spot. Go on, get out of here! Throws now rocks see, at what him. what
0: are you referencing if it's not Air <laughs> Uh
1: C-Spot Run!
0: See, I don't think I saw that.
1: Oh, dude!
0: I feel like we have both made this reference before. Have we been referencing two movies that just had the same scene in it? C-
1: C-Spot Run is a fantastic movie that we do have to watch.
0: I'm not sure I've ever seen a dog movie that I would call fantastic.
1: I vividly remember really liking this movie. It, it was a pretty good comedy.
0: A bull mastiff. It's a big dog movie.
1: It's a big dog. It, it's it's more like uh Beethoven, I guess, than Airbud.
0: <laughs> Reception. The film received negative reviews. <laughs> well, I liked it, okay? God, we really don't want to talk about this movie, huh? So fucking Spot leaves, okay?
1: Yeah, Spot leaves. Spot goes home. He goes with people.
0: Arlo goes back home. This
1: is the point where I find out that uh, Arlo's dad's name was Henry. Because Arlo's mom sees him in the distance and and says Henry, question mark. And I was like, who the fuck is Henry?
0: Do you know what I hated about that scene?
1: Is that Arlo looks nothing like his dad?
0: It's that he's like a quarter of his size. But ultimately, it's because that's from The Lion King, but it made sense in The in Lion, the Lion King. King.
1: Yeah, so here's the thing, right, is that Arlo should have come home grown up, all grown up.
0: That would have been something.
1: It would have been a movie! But
0: also, she, her husband is dead, right? Her
1: husband's been dead for a while.
0: She doesn't know that her son is dead. He's the one she would be keeping an eye out for.
1: (laughs) That's the thing, right? is. if at the beginning of the movie, both Arlo and his dad got washed away, that line would have made sense. It really does make me think like he wasn't dead for most of this movie.
0: Yeah, I think it's what it feels like is in that beginning scene, Arlo gets washed away while chasing the critter. And then later they said... But what if his dad got washed away? Wouldn't that bring more to the character?
1: Man, this movie's boring as fuck. What if we killed his dad?
0: What if we killed his dad?
1: Oh, Jesus. This movie's so boring and bad. And we gotta do something.
0: What if we just teabag this dinosaur some more?
1: What if we just really fucked this dinosaur up good and, and let him stay a child?
0: Anyway, I knew that this movie would end with the whole making his mark thing.
1: Yeah, they really spell it out at the beginning of the movie. But the thing is, is by this point, you really don't want him to.
0: But he, well, here's the thing. From the point of view of his his family, he didn't really do anything. He hasn't done shit. He disappeared. He, like, he didn't end up helping on the farm. And he came back and they're all happy about it. Absolutely. Of
1: course. They loved but he him. didn't
0: accomplish anything. D- the- I mean,
1: he didn't do his chores.
0: Honestly, I think I think he did accomplish an okay amount. He got the he got spot back to the humans. He helped the T Rexes. He helped
1: wrangle up some longhorns. He killed four pterosaurs.
0: He he killed four people, and you know what? In a few years, that's going to come back to him in his dreams all the time. All
1: the time, he's never going to forget it. He's going to hear their screams.
0: But from the point of view of his family, he was just gone. And we don't even get a scene where he's, like, not afraid of the chickens anymore. Right? We, that's the
1: thing, is that all we see, he, he gets back home, he puts his muddy paw print. We never find out who the bad dinosaur is. Roll credits.
0: Fuck this movie. Yeah,
1: dude, this movie, this, I, here's the thing. When Spot goes back with the humans, I cried. Not because it was a good scene. They didn't earn it. I mm-hmm. cried because they, put, they had a really well-placed piano key. <laughs> and I have a Pavlovian response to just a nice, subtle piano. Uh, I just started crying. I was like, why am I crying? This isn't sad. I don't care. I'm crying because I've been trained to do that. But I didn't feel anything. The tears were real, but the emotions were salty.
0: Neither of these movies made me feel any strong emotion, which is bad. It takes so little for me to cry in a cartoon movie.
1: I literally, a well-placed piano got me to just instinctively do it.
0: But this is, this is nothing. This is, this is nothing. It,
1: this is a movie with no goal, no purpose. That It looks really pretty. And obviously a lot of people with a lot of good experience and skill put a lot of work into it.
0: But that kind of makes it worse.
1: Yeah, because it's wasted.
0: Yeah, if this was if this was just a bad movie like fucking The Wild or something, oh. then I could just dismiss it outright. But this clearly had a lot of work done on it and it's just like not finding Nemo. And
1: it's it's clear that the people who like the people who put work into this movie really put work into this movie. Pixar is the best for a reason because this my, I think this is their worst movie.
0: I haven't seen the Cars movies.
1: I've seen Cars 1.
0: There are two more.
1: <laughs> yes, but I do think that
0: and a plain one <laughs> that wasn't
1: made by Pixar. That was Disney TV, uh, TV. Was it really? Yes. Or that was Disney and uh, Disney. That was a third animation studio that Disney owns.
0: I've I've never seen a Cars movie. My up till now, my least favorite Pixar movie would have been Ratatouille.
1: Bold choice.
0: I just I don't I don't think it told the story very well.
1: I just really like the the scene where the he eats the Ratatouille. That's just such a good scene.
0: I don't know, it feels like there's so much build-up to it, they named the movie Ratatouille. I
1: know, I know, but I thought up until that point, I just really liked the scene. I thought it was, I, I, that character of the food critic was very good.
0: But yeah, a good dinosaur is barely watchable. But you know, I have to say though, I've seen part of Cars 3 and it's ugly. <laughs> it's the thing, it's ugly and I don't think it has a good plot. Which makes it worse than A Good Dinosaur, because A Good Dinosaur is pretty and has a bad plot. But nobody gets strangled in Cars 3. You know what? I don't know.
1: (laughs) I will say this, and it's that I forgot about the Cars movies when I said this is the worst Pixar movie. But this movie is for no one. I I wouldn't show this movie to a kid because there's just scenes in it that are too raw. I wouldn't show this movie to an adult because it's boring as fuck. I think the only people who should watch this movie are the people who currently work at Pixar so that they can look at it and go, amazing rendering does not make a good script. And you're going to learn that lesson by watching this shit today. I think Ed Catmull stays up at night thinking about this movie.
0: You don't think he's got other shit to think about?
1: I Not anymore. Let's go back to the year 1990. Computer generated images are kind of at the point where they're being used viably to produce special effects in film four years later two things happened. one is that pixar's feature film toy story was released completely computer generated and it was an amazing award-winning film and the other was that jurassic park was released a movie that was able to blend animatronics live action and photorealistic computer generated images to create what was considered at the time to be an amazing experience featuring dinosaurs. Disney had been talking about making a dinosaur feature film since uh, the uh, late 80s, but it was postponed after the release of The Land Before Time.
0: That makes a lot of sense. Actually, it kind of doesn't. Because as you say that, I think, oh, they don't want to rip off Land Before Time. And then I thought, but shouldn't they have?
1: I mean, at this point, Disney was in kind of in the middle of their renaissance in the 80, late 80s. So they had other projects that they really wanted to focus on. But by the 2000s, they were kind of running out of steam. The success of Toy Story made uh, the CEO, at the time mike eisner say you know what let's put together a complete animation computer graphics team and we're gonna make our own computer generated film and what we ended up with was dinosaur
0: yep dinosaur i remember enjoying dinosaur as a kid you know what i remember kind of enjoying dinosaur as a kid i think even at the time i thought it's not as good as I would like it to be.
1: I, I remember watching it as a kid and thinking it's not as good as The Land Before Time.
0: I really liked I think Land Before Time 2.
1: I well I, when I say The Land Before Time, I, I think I mean Five, which was my personal favorite.
0: I actually don't think Land Before Time is a very like holds up very well, but there are maybe a couple of them that do.
1: I think the original Land Before Time is definitely like a beautiful movie. Which is weird, a weird thing to say because it's kind of an ugly-looking movie. The dinosaurs in that movie look very gross. Yeah, they do. But it's captivating. Definitely captures the mind. We start off looking at a dinosaur fetus
0: with this. I I almost forgot about this. It's not even in my notes. But there is there's some like terrible narration that tries to open and close this movie.
1: Yeah, there's a framing device uh, that is like sometimes small things make big changes which is crazy because this is a movie about big things making big changes
0: i assume they made this movie and then last minute somebody was like what if we had the mom say some stuff (laughs) at the beginning and end to like put a pin in it and it didn't really work i think going back to like the animal planet idea i think somebody thought this movie needs a narrator
1: so here's what I'll say, and it's that this movie originally wasn't supposed to have any dialogue. It was supposed to, be, so it was supposed to be exactly that idea that you that you said.
0: Okay, that makes sense.
1: And then they didn't do that, and I don't know what answer I don't is know right.
0: Which would be worse?
1: Because while what we didn't get sounds bad, we know that what we have also sucks ass. So that's true. It's. It really is kind of a sophie's choice
0: i have I have the problem here that I spent a long time caring a lot about dinosaurs.
1: Yes, same. and have
0: a general idea how they work and also how groups of animals work and stuff like this. Yes. And so what we got was so unrealistic as far as dinosaurs go. Or
1: or just even pack animals in general. Right,
0: and so would have made kind of a bad pseudo-documentary um, documentary.
1: movie. yeah.
0: But also did not work very well as like a Trezan the Ape Man movie. <laughs>
1: yeah, th- this movie is really being pulled in a lot of different directions, unfortunately. So uh, we zoom out and we see a nest of eggs that actually looks really nice.
0: The backgrounds in this look so good that I wonder if they're photos that dinosaurs have been superimposed onto. The world looks so realistic that it makes me think it's real.
1: Hey, Tony, you spoiled my surprise.
0: Yes, I did it.
1: <laughs> As it turns out, this movie is not completely computer-generated images. All of the backgrounds were shot live-action footage on location.
0: That's kind of amazing. But also bad. Yes. Because that's the best part of the movie.
1: It's unfortunate because you think in your head, oh, damn, these dinosaurs look like shit, but at least they nailed the backgrounds. But then you find out that they kind of cheated.
0: Well, the dinosaurs don't look altogether terrible. I mean, for 2000.
1: They, no, they look awful.
0: Yeah, I thought they looked kind of plasticky and um, I wish some of them had feathers.
1: I I wish some of them had feathers as well. But my problem is that they have human eyes. All of them have human eyes.
0: Yeah. And
1: human lips. And it's weird. It's so goddamn weird. Like, it's very obvious that they hired somebody to tell them what dinosaurs are supposed to look like. But then they quickly just said, fuck it, we need to give them human eyes.
0: We we need them to have human eyes and lips so they can kiss.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Stop. Don't say it like that. It's weird. <laughs> it's so weird. It's very frustrating because like if that's what they did. They recorded all of this live action footage on location and then they superimposed the computer generated dinosaurs on top of it. And the problem is that it looks worse than Jurassic Park. Which is a movie that came out six years before. And part of the reason it looks worse than Jurassic Park is the dinosaurs don't look like they fit into the scenery quite right.
0: Probably because they're superimposed onto it.
1: Yeah, and in Jurassic Park they had puppets and animatronics for close-up shots. Right. And for kind of a lot of the big, complex scenes that they just couldn't quite do with computers. The problem that this movie has is that the dinosaurs in some scenes aren't lit right, in other scenes are don't look like they're interacting properly with the background. It's it's frustrating because every time a dinosaur shows up, it ruins my wallpaper.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, so this egg gets uh...
1: kidnapped. Well, first uh, a Carnotaurus like attacks this herd of creatures, and the mom crushes all of her eggs and runs away. Which
0: bad mothering, really
1: bad, real bad mothering. Then the over steals the egg, and then we have a very long montage.
0: A very long montage in which it is revealed that this is the sturdiest egg in existence.
1: It's because this egg is a prop. All these CGI dinosaurs can't touch it.
0: Because it falls so far.
1: So many times.
0: Yeah, it, whatever. It ends up with a bunch of lemurs.
1: And yeah, it, like Moses- Uh, It floats down into an island full of lemurs. That's what what Moses did, right?
0: Yep, pretty much exactly. The lemurs are such a weird part of this movie, though. Not only did they never live among dinosaurs, I don't think scientists ever thought they did. Nope. So it's so weird. Also, these
1: lemurs don't know what the fuck an egg is. Takes them a while.
0: There are birds on this island, right? Maybe there aren't. Fuck, I don't know. (laughs) As I say that, I think, actually, I don't know. What the hell would lay eggs that would be on this island? Fish. Maybe it's a mammal-only island. You're right, fish. But fish <laughs> eggs look different.
1: Fish eggs do look different, but they're still eggs. I guess maybe they thought it was just a weird-looking rock, but wouldn't they just say, what? oh, a weird-looking rock fell out of the sky?
0: But there's a lot of rigmarole about this egg.
1: They have no idea what this egg is. Also, as soon as the mom started talking, I recognized the voice.
0: Yeah, I recognized her voice too, and I realized it was Aunt Josephine, Josephine from A Series of Unfortunate Events. I know!
1: I was blown away.
0: That was not who I expected it to, to be. be when Me I googled neither.
1: it. Me neither. I was like, I recognize this voice. Is she in The Lion King? No. She is in The New One, but she wasn't in The Old One.
0: Speaking of which, oh, kind of speaking of which, these lemurs have faces. And their faces are bad.
1: These lemurs look worse than the ones in Madagascar is what I'll say.
0: This is probably the most uncanny valley this movie gets.
1: Because these lemurs make human emotions on their faces. Yeah,
0: and they do it bad. It's okay that the dinosaurs are really bad at making faces. Because they're they're dinosaurs, dinosaurs,
1: yeah, and their faces aren't supposed to move like that. So we get a screen full of lemur ass here. Uh, I didn't need. At which point the mom lemur is like, hurry up and kill the baby, dad.
0: I I mean, I think she's calling us bluff.
1: Yeah, this is some real King Solomon shit.
0: (laughs) I don't want to look up the evolutionary history of Kloakus. But I'm fairly sure dinosaurs didn't pay. Two times in this movie, they make a baby peed on you joke, which is not great. With the same character. Literally the lowest hanging fruit you can go for.
1: Also, there's a blonde lemur here, and I was not- I was confused as to why only one of the lemurs was blonde. We do find out later why he's blonde, and it's because he's a piece of shit.
0: Uh, is that a reason?
1: <laughs> uh, no. No, it's not, Tony.
0: Yeah, He sucks.
1: He's the worst character in this movie. He
0: sucks, and they play it for comedy, but they kind of shouldn't.
1: They really shouldn't, yeah. The, 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 this fucking lemur is a piece of shit. So, it grows up to be an, uh, uh, an Iguanodon, imagine that, living on this island full of lemurs. At this point, we get to the weird, the weird sex stuff.
0: The weird sex stuff. Not the weirdest sex stuff we've ever, we've ever seen in an animated movie. But... But, isn't it a crime that I have to say that? Right?
1: Uh... <laughs> And I will say, it's definitely got the largest amount of players.
0: I was very worried, briefly, because I did remember this movie. I remembered that there was a, a girl dinosaur that he falls for. I was briefly very concerned that there might be sort of a romance with a monkey. <laughs>
1: it is implied, though, right?
0: Yeah, you know, there's nobody there for, uh... Um... Nobody
1: wants to fuck the dinosaur, which is my new dance, fuck the dinosaur. <laughs> Also, let's talk about Aladar's name. This movie is filled with terrible names.
0: I don't get these terrible names. They
1: have no rhyme or reason except for one, but it doesn't make sense. Bruton? Yeah, he doesn't backstab anyone. What the fuck?
0: I kind of don't get Bruton's characterization because he always seems mad. He looks,
1: he is the most evil coded motherfucker.
0: He looks like he's going to betray crone but he doesn't he
1: doesn't he becomes a hero
0: yeah and he sacrifices his life for the outcasts and i don't get and him
1: why did they name him bruton it really throws you for a loop
0: why is it every time crone says something he's like fine what the hell is that about, dude?
1: You know what it is? Is that I guess Bruton understands that Crone's kind of a shitty leader.
0: We'll get to that later, but like, I don't think Crone's as bad as the movie makes him out to be.
1: I think he's worse, but we'll get to that.
0: So anyway, there's a there's a lemur mating ritual, ritual or whatever. Uh, then the meteors start hitting, and Here's you know the thing. I don't think meteors hit as often in dinosaur times as people think they do.
1: And here's the thing, right, is it was just the one, and it was kind of a big deal is the thing. But here's the other thing. I'm going to walk you through some basic shit here. I will say that there are numerous uh, upper atmosphere impacts with space debris constantly. Most of them burn up. Occasionally, one of them is very big. Uh, a couple of years ago, there was a recorded uh, asteroid that burnt up in the lower Earth atmosphere and caused a pressure blast.
0: We're talking about the 2015 Russia one?
1: Yeah, and here's the thing is that that was a fairly small chunk of rock that blew up in the upper atmosphere with the force of about uh, 200 nuclear bombs.
0: Hey, that sucks.
1: That sucks real bad, and it didn't even touch the ground. This rock straight up fucking hits water. The moment it did that, uh, it would have instantly ignited the atmosphere. That dinosaur and those monkeys would have been either incinerated or in space. Which would have been a better movie.
0: Monkeys in Space.
1: It would have been a shorter movie. (laughs) But it would have been better.
0: But the meteors strike. They destroy the island. All the lemurs die. All those
1: lemurs that just got laid. Rip in pieces, man.
0: I have an issue with this. I did not have much of an attachment to the lemurs. (laughs) Same. None of the lemurs we met, Dot. But all the
1: ones that got fucked did.
0: And nobody is putting a ton of emotion into their performance at this time. So, like, there was there's not the moment where you're like, holy crap, everybody just died. It's more like, well, I guess we're moving to the next part of the movie.
1: Yeah. Oof, road trip time, I guess.
0: Then they just start walking.
1: Yeah, seriously. There's kind of a brief shot. It lasts about two seconds, where they're walking along, like, a green sulfur volcano background. but that looks land before time as fuck. <laughs> but it only lasts for two seconds. Up until this point, the movie was taking place in a very dark brown junk but now we've moved on to a very light brown desert this movie looks like a 2005 first-person shooter it is frustratingly (laughs) shittily colored it's desaturated and cloudy as hell and like a 2005 first-person shooter sometimes the frame rate drops to 10 for no reason Did you notice
0: that? No, I don't notice the stuff like you Dude, do. Dude,
1: I legitimately thought that my, like, computer was, like, what, that my internet connection was dying. I, like, paused the movie, and I went in and I, like, like, checked my internet connection. I was like, no, my internet connection's fine. It's actually doing really good right now. And I rewinded the movie, pressed play again, and it slowed down again. It does it three times in the movie where the frame rate just drops. And here's why. Because I I, I realized why after I found out that this is computer-generated images superimposed on real-life shit, right? It's because they wanted to do scenes in slow motion, but they didn't shoot the live-action footage with enough frames to do it. So instead of just not doing it... They just had the movie run at 10 frames per second three times. That
0: is fascinating.
1: It's rough, man. It frustrated me like a motherfucker.
0: So, so they're in the desert. They start getting chased by these... Velociraptors. Uh, are they also Velociraptors? They are also
1: Velociraptors. Hey, man, guess what? Every dinosaur we meet in this movie, uh, we've met in the good
0: Dinosaur. <laughs> I really fucking wish movie makers would use any other dinosaur than Velociraptor. I'm sort of shocked that it's so overused.
1: You gotta blame Jurassic Park for that. Which is funny because they're not even Velociraptors, those are
0: Deinoticus. No, Those are like Utah Raptors. Oh, right? yeah, that's
1: right, the Utah Raptors.
0: I think they're Utah Raptors because they have the big claw.
1: I thought the Utah Raptors didn't exist when the Jurassic Park movie was made, though. Like, they didn't find it yet.
0: I don't know. They just happened to find one that was the same. That just looked like it. Like, oh, this is the Jurassic Park one! Oh, shit, we found it! (laughs) So they're running away from from these raptors. They end up smacking right into a herd of... um,
1: Iguanodon. uh, Of
0: Iguanodon and some different kinds of... Parasaurolophus. our there are, the are some bills. sauropods in there. Just a, just a lot of creatures. Yeah. Okay, they're all moving as a big group so they don't get picked up. I
1: love this because before we meet them, this large cloud of dust rolls in as if mm-hmm. it's being generated by all of this herd. But usually the dust ends up behind the herd.
0: What I noticed at this scene was like a very undersold meat cute.
1: Right? I was like, oh dude, that's a love interest.
0: Where, like, he, like, bumps into his future love interest. They rub
1: faces, man. And And if you ain't rubbing, you ain't
0: racing. Nothing happens? (laughs) And she just leaves?
1: We? She doesn't speak a goddamn word until we're halfway into this movie. Sorry, I do need to go over the names of the characters we have met. Aladar is our lead. He's an Iguanodon. Cleo, I believe, is the blonde lemur. Zinni and Yar are Aladar's mom and his mom's dad. And Suri is uh, the young female, the kind of teenage girl lemur. And the reason I'm saying this is so that you know that we know what their names are. But we're never going to talk about them
0: again. I definitely know what their names are and did not immediately forget them again. Those are definitely names that I remember from this movie that said them enough times for me. Did they? I
1: think you're being sarcastic.
0: I did not realize that Aladar's grandfather had a given name.
1: I, dude, I, hey, I had to look it up.
0: He's referred to his dad a lot.
1: He's only referred to his dad.
0: Great. Why don't you tell us the names of the dinosaurs that he meets right now? Because I don't remember those okay
1: i do remember one of them and it's that they meet a brachiosaurus named baleen get it because she's big like a whale a styrocosaurus named emma and her pet dog earl an ankylosaurus (sighs) now here's the thing if you want to not rip off the land before time
0: oh my god you're right i forgot about spike until just this moment i
1: first of all how dare you forget about spike how but dare you? But the thing you? about
0: Spike is, I, I know that Spike is basically a dog, but he's also, very importantly in the Land Before Time, a character. Yeah. Who's, who's like a person that's like, sure, he's kind of like a dog, but he's like a person. He's like, right?
1: he's, he's not really a dog. He's more of just like a very, I think he's the youngest.
0: Yeah. And he can't speak yet.
1: That's the thing is that he's still a baby, even though he's big.
0: But this Ankylosaurus in this movie it's is just, just a dog. dog. And also is not in the movie.
1: He disappears and then shows up?
0: Like once or twice. Like one or two more times and that's it.
1: Schroeder's Ankylosaurus. Schrodinger's. Schroeder is the piano playing character from Peanuts.
0: Yes. Also, I don't think that Schrodinger works here. Well,
1: it's because you don't know if he's in the movie or not until you see it.
0: But that's true with everything. Wait.
1: A- That's not true with everything. Some things we know are there without seeing them.
0: Sure, oxygen we can assume was in the movie.
1: <laughs> okay. Anyway, we also <laughs> at this point meet Kron. Kron?
0: I think it's Crone. It's Crone, but it's, but it's spelled Kron. I remember because I had to look it up. Yeah, he's like- my
1: favorite character from Mass Effect.
0: Kron is why I, uh, attach this movie to Tarzan.
1: Oh, yeah, he's just Kerchak, but shitty. He's just a bad Kerchak. He's Kerchak if Kerchak was bad at his job.
0: My problem is, the shit that happens that makes Kron bad at his job could have happened slightly differently, and then Kron would have been good at his job. You know, we're about to get to the water bit. Yes. Well, I mean. And we could talk about it when we're there, I guess. You know what? Why don't I just say this now, though? He should not be Nira's brother. Oh, it's weird that he's
1: Nira's brother, right? He should be her dad.
0: He should be either her dad or, like, her her betrothed. As her brother, he is fucking weird.
1: He he is so, like, touchy-feely with her in a way that brothers should not be in anything.
0: And also, he's like, he, like, forbids her to get near Aladar and, like, I have sisters. That ain't gonna fucking fly. Right?
1: Oh, he'd get the shit beat out of you.
0: And that's the other thing. When they finally fight, she hits him once and then walks away. And that's not how siblings fight, oh, assholes. no, dude. If siblings fight, they're going to goddamn fight.
1: Yeah, man. That, because here's the thing, right? Is that it takes a lot to get a sibling to the point where they're gonna fight another sibling. Once you're there, though, the dam has broken. There is, like, however old you are. Uh, minus however old the other one is years of shit that you know what we might as well get all of it done today
0: and it really bothered me because they don't have a brother sister relationship they have some weird controlling relationship where for some reason she follows him around because she feels like she needs to and he orders her around because he feels like he's allowed to
1: the, the problem is that Kron is a character right anira isn't she's not a character
0: She's just a love interest.
1: She's she's a love interest that's forbidden.
0: She's literally a pink Aladar.
1: It's crazy. This is the point in the movie where I noticed that they uh, that the these Iguanodons have like one massive top tooth, but a bunch of individual bottom teeth.
0: Is that a real thing for Iguanodons or just something this movie did? Hey, I
1: don't know, but let me check.
0: Just a second.
1: <laughs> yes, it, it's, it looks like it's a real thing.
0: Yeah, it looks like they have kind of like a beak thing going yeah, on. Yeah, but
1: the thing is, is that... Uh, the reason I couldn't tell is because all these dinosaurs have human-ass lips. They're just very human lips. It's really hard to find a rendered image of an Iguanodon. Uh, of an Iguanodon.
0: It occurred to me to just look up a skull. I want to look at
1: a rendering to know if they do have human lips in them.
0: I, I, I mean, I don't think they do.
1: And they do not. <laughs> no,
0: it looks like they have beaks.
1: Yeah, they kind of have, like, a beak thing going on, right? But this movie gives them human lips. I assume so and that in they fact, can talk.
0: if you, if you look up... A picture of their skull. They have top teeth and bottom teeth.
1: And then a beak in front.
0: But a beak in front.
1: But this movie doesn't do that. They just have the one big top tooth and then the bottom individual teeth.
0: Probably easier for rendering lips.
1: I just don't understand why they have lips at all.
0: So they can can't.
1: <laughs> stop saying it like that. <laughs> <laughs> like I understand, <laughs> but you don't have to say it like that. Like I like can't? Stop! <laughs> I I I've, I am having a very visceral reaction to this. Uh, to this word, said in this way. I agree with you. The The movie says that Kron is bad because all this bad shit keeps happening to him. Like?
0: They they have to cross this desert to get to a lake. The lake is dry. Now, Kron does something that I understand. He, he, he sends two people as scouts, I guess, to find water. And then he orders the rest to keep going and that they can't rest now here's the thing about um dehydration is if you stop you will die yes so the fact that he keeps pushing them when they have no water nira tells them that they have to stop they can't stop they'll die they can't go back they have no water they have to keep going and just hope for the best
1: they have to keep going and hope that there's water somewhere
0: yeah kron makes a very hard decision that nobody should have to make and they're mad at him for being the one who has to make that decision that being said the fact that no one organically thought to dig is a little bit weird but if there wasn't water he would have been making the right decision so that that bothered me because that's like oh he's he's so bad at this he's doing but he he did the thing He probably should have done.
1: The thing that makes Kron a bad person is that when pushed to make a decision, he seems to always go with the the conservative one and refuses outright to consider any other
0: option. He really loves being in charge, or he doesn't like the idea of anybody else being in charge.
1: He doesn't want to share power.
0: My problem with him as a villain is that the way he has power is by leading a group of animals who would get picked off together in a huge herd so that they'll all be safe. And that is inherently a good thing, even if he's not a great dude. But the
1: problem is, is that he fucking abandons that shit at, like at a moment's notice. Anytime a decision comes where it's like, we either need to stay together so that we can all live, or allow people to die so that some of us can live. He always makes the second choice, like this weird social Darwin choice. Like, if they're weak, they don't deserve to live. Which he says outright.
0: To be fair, this is probably more regular Darwin than social Darwin.
1: No, no, this is social Darwinism, right? Because we know- I know, but
0: it's dinosaurs, we though.
1: know how pack animals- And the reason it's social Darwinism is because he's making the choice to do it. Because we know how pack animals-
0: Act. that's 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 the thing is that we know how pack animals act and they act in both of these ways at the end of the movie Aladar and all the other animals stand up to the uh tyrannical raid no the the fucking the other guy
1: <laughs> the di- the, oh the dinosaur you mean the, uh, the carnator the they
0: stand up to the carnator and like
1: carnatorus they just don't get eaten by it they just yell at him. Yeah, it they,
0: they, they sort of intimidate him into backing off.
1: Because they're such a big group that uh, he could, he would probably die before he could eat anything.
0: And kind of my biggest problem with this is that Crow definitely seems like a guy who would love being able to do that. And I don't know why he doesn't. Because some of these creatures would not get eaten by this thing in a group. It's It'd be fucking impossible. You just can't. Some of them have horns and spikes. Some of them are huge.
1: And so the thing is, is that classically, pack animals like this, what they would do when they're being harassed by a by a by a predator, is that they put all of the young in the middle, all of the elderly dinosaurs around the young, so that if a if a predator does get through, they just eat an old one and not a young one. <laughs> and then all of the fight worthy kind of adults around them ready to fucking stab a bitch or kick a
0: bitch or slap a bitch with the tail. Crone is not coded as cowardly. So I don't understand why he doesn't do
1: it. It's, it's very frustrating because the reason here's the reason why it's because they haven't been taught how to act like pack animals by the lead. That's the whole plot of the movie, is that Aladar has to teach them how to act like
0: pack But animals. how does Aladar know? I don't know! It's he's never interacted with a predator before. But he's
1: lived on an island with lemurs, man.
0: I don't know. But this, is, this is the main issue with this movie, is there's no reason for Crone to be... A bad guy. A bad guy. He should be more of a Kerchak character. To
1: the point where at the end of the movie, when he finally dies, he doesn't learn anything because he didn't have to learn anything.
0: Right. Sort of the, sort of the moral of this movie seems to be that eventually your political rivals will be eaten.
1: Uh No, he he doesn't get eaten either, to be fair. He just dies, remember? He
0: doesn't get eaten, but he does die in the Carnotaur attack. And Bruton doesn't get eaten either, but he also dies in a Carnotaur attack?
1: No, Br- no Bruton, die- Bruton dies attacking a Carnotaur. There is a difference there.
0: Well, he dies collapsing a fucking cave on top of the Carnotaur. Bruton Which, was a badass, move. but he died for could no conceivable reason, as far as the movie goes, I felt like uh
1: well no, he died to to give the the others a chance hope to give them hope okay
0: no it it was it was fine from the movie, it was bad for his story
1: here's the thing it's it's because earlier on in the scene he says that it's his destiny to die in the cave, yeah, and then <laughs> uh. <laughs> Ah, what's her name? Hmm. Um. Pleo. Uh
0: No. Pleo's the other guy. Pleo's the boy. No,
1: I think the boy is Zinni. I think I got the names backwards.
0: Okay, fine.
1: Okay. uh Pleo is the mom.
0: Gar okay. is the dad. So it's Pleo.
1: Zinni is the is the shit heel. Uh, and Hayden Panettiere is Suri. Hayden Panettiere was in this movie. What the? fuck? I know, right? <laughs> Why?
0: I don't know, because she was a kid and she could voice a kid.
1: Oh, I guess so, huh? Yeah, that's right. I just, I I forget that Hayden Penatier wasn't always a teenager in horror movies. Here's the thing, right, is when he died, I thought Aladar was going to dig him out and and Aladar was going to be like, come on, we have to keep moving. I thought thought you said it wasn't your destiny to die in this cave and he was going to look at him and go, no, Aladar, it was my choice to die in this cave. And then he dies. But instead he just dies, so it's whatever, I guess, man.
0: I actually, that, that one scene between Rutan and Cleo, I kind of wanted her to be, like, washing his wounds or something. But
1: that's kind of, like, romantic coding is the problem.
0: I guess, but it could also be motherly coding.
1: No, they're both too old for that.
0: But she's literally a mom.
1: Yeah, but he's also literally an old man.
0: I see what you're saying. It's just that she, like, instead of, instead of like, cleaning his wounds, brought him, like, an aspirin.
1: and like you do it yourself i guess fucker also don't die that's the thing is that interaction between them even though she doesn't wash his wounds is still coded oddly romantically i think it's just because of the nature of the characters like if one of them wasn't a dinosaur and the other one wasn't a lemur you would just think oh yeah they gonna fuck i've seen action movies i know how this works
0: anyway um what's the big dinosaur's name you're gonna
1: have to be more specific (laughs)
0: Baleen. <laughs> um, you know the
1: big dinosaur yeah
0: you know, you, you know the big one hey yeah. hey Andy oh hey Andy actually, guess what no hey Andy guess what fuck you
1: I know I do I do want to talk about something though I do have a point it's kind of hard to get grasp a sense of scale in this movie because all of them are big dinosaurs and the lemurs are so fucking small that it's hard to know how big things are supposed to be the good dinosaur doesn't have this problem because eventually we just have a person and you have an idea of how big people are supposed to be.
0: Baileen discovers that there's water still in the lake, just a little bit underground.
1: Wow, man, are we still there? Fuck.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, we jumped ahead, and we can we can skip some stuff. They they drink they drink the water, and then we cut to Bruton and the other scout. And it looks like for a second they died, but only one of them did.
1: Oh man! As soon as as soon as that scout showed up, I was like, man, he's not even he doesn't even have a name. He's yeah, gonna die. <laughs>
0: He was basically wearing a red shirt.
1: Oh, the whole time, man.
0: Uh, the carnosaurs ate him. But here's the big problem, okay? Okay, here's here's the big problem. So, Bruton comes back and tells them that there are carnosaurs, and so Crone has them moving out again. Aladar and his new friends fall behind because Baleen is old, and the others are, I guess, just not fast. I don't, I don't know. They don't seem to actually be old. I I think it's, no,
1: it's because, it's because they're both old. Both, uh, uh, Baleen and Ema are old.
0: They're left behind, which, honestly, I, I know that we just talked about this. I don't think Crone made the wrong move there. I understand moving out at that point. That's, that's the thing, is my issue with this is it's complicated. The thing is And I hate that that Crone is straight up a villain because- sometimes, like, I get what he's doing.
1: But also, he didn't have to say that they'll use their their dead corpses as bait. That's yes. the thing, is that he didn't have to say that. He could have just left it implied. He's kind of a bad politician, is the thing. Is He sucks at being a leader, not because he's bad at making decisions. He's really good at making decisions. It's just he it has no charisma.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure why people are following him. At
1: all! Sports. It doesn't make any sense that he's the leader. And we never see why.
0: That's true, cause he thinks he's super strong, but he's not. not.
1: He really isn't.
0: Okay, but here's here's my big big problem with this movie. I hated it so much when it happened. It starts raining, and all the last scenes were all about finding water in the desert. And I was so mad. There, I was like, "Why is it raining? That's the one thing it shouldn't be doing now." Oh,
1: sorry. I do. I do want to point. We did miss something before it starts raining, which is that that night. So Aladar, Aladar helps the kids get some water because they're both kind of thirsty, but they're also scared of, like, interacting with the herd because they lost their parents. Mm-hmm. So he helps them get water, and then uh, Nira shows up and is like, you're good with kids. And he's like, I guess I am. And then his mom's like, wake up, Dad. Aladar's about to get laid. Uh, but the thing is, is that this is the first time Nera says anything that's dialogue. Earlier, yeah. she calls him uh, a jerk of sort. That's it. But that's not a line.
0: That wasn't even his fault. That was um, Shitbag's fault. Oh, well, we didn't actually go over this. The reason that one guy... What's his name Zinni. again? The reason Zinny is a shitbag is because his whole thing is that he's one of those guys that yells insulting things at women.
1: He catcalls and harasses women because he thinks that's how you, you get some.
0: And that's it, and everybody's like, ha 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 ha, and nobody's like, stop
1: that. And it's funny, because it's the early 2000s, and, uh, it's not funny.
0: It's just that, like, in a lot of scenes where he's doing that, he's with his mom. Right? Like- Who, like, should be smacking him across the face. Should
1: be just beating the shit out of him every time he does it. Uh, Aladar asks Nira why she- follows her brother when she doesn't agree with what he does and his and with his and she's like well i can't not follow him and and it's like is that it is that all is that literally your fucking reason that's not a reason like we just met this character and already the movie's like no she's not a character sorry oops we let her have lines before it was her time (laughs) oh and this whole time that they're talking Kron is watching them And he's like, I can't believe my sister's gonna get laid.
0: 100% the the weirdest brotherly thing to do. To do,
1: right? Nothing says I'm your brother like watching your sister have a meat cube.
0: If this was a father or a love interest, either of those characters could have conceivably had a problem with her flirting with somebody. It makes
1: sense for them to be brooding on a mountain watching it happen. But when it's the brother, it's weird.
0: As a brother, I think the thing you do is look anywhere else.
1: As you go, ah, ooh, gross. Uh,
0: it's weird. I have so many problems with Crone as a, as a character. He doesn't make any sense to me.
1: So so now we're at the ring.
0: Yeah. Uh, this is this is something. So Bruton's all beat up, and they, they take him into the cave that they're hiding out in. Yeah,
1: too. Bruton. Bailing
0: calls Bruton one of them. Which I think really highlights the confusion of themes in this movie. This
1: movie really doesn't know what it wants to be.
0: Is he one of them because he was strong up until he almost got eaten? Because if so, then she should be helping him out. Or is he one of them because there's a class system? Because we have not learned about a class system. We don't know anything
1: about a class system. See, the thing is, is that Bruton, up until this point, does not agree with Kron. In fact, questions him at every moment. (laughs) Also, his name is fucking Bruton, so you're expecting him to betray Kron at some point and become the true villain!
0: I thought his thing was that he would try to kill Kron. Actually, you know what I thought? Let me tell you what I thought. Tell me what you when thought. he when he and the scout went alone. Oh,
1: did you think he was gonna kill the scout? No. Damn it!
0: I thought he was going to have the Carnotaur kill him, though.
1: Aww.
0: <laughs> uh, I thought he was going to be, like, working with the Carnotaur. Right?
1: Same, but that, that would also, I think, that would add some complications to the social structure. That would be
0: very complicated, but also, I would understand the villain.
1: Uh, man, we're actually a, a halfway into this movie.
0: Yeah, maybe a little bit more, because we are a already had Bruton die. Yeah,
1: well, you already had Bruton die, so Bruton... Uh, so Bruton's all mad because he's all weak now And he's like oh I'm gonna die And then the mom comes and is like we are who we choose to be Sim Bruton And, and he chooses to be dead uh, sure. Also There's two Carnotaurs and one of them definitely Dies and then the other one Just leaves
0: So this Carnator, When I saw that I thought okay so this Carnator only wanted Some food so that it could survive And now it's made is dead now he wants Killed to dead. by that very food this time it's personal.
1: personal. This is some John Wick shit. These outcasts decide to continue walking into the cave because on the other side of the cave is a Carnotaur. They get to the end of the cave and Aladar has like a has like a mild breakdown.
0: He's got he freaks out for no fucking reason. There's a goddamn Brachiosaurus in the room, right?
1: And and she has to remind him, right? Like, hey, excuse and he's me. like,
0: I can't knock down this wall. <laughs> what? And she's like, "I'm thirty feet tall, you dipshit!" Ugh.
1: So they break down the wall, and on the other side is the Great Valley. They made it. I mean, the mating grounds. Right. It's the great ma- <laughs> but it's the Great Valley, though. So,
0: but it's the Great Valley. It's, the,
1: it's It also it's just the Great Valley. It even has the same thing because in the once the the thing is is that in the Land Before Time, if I remember correctly, when they get forty feet tall, when they get to the Great Valley, what? What? What was the answer? Sorry,
0: I said the Brachiosaurus is 30 feet tall, then I googled it. Oh my god, Tony, stop going to That's... the
1: dinosaur wiki.
0: They're so big.
1: They are! We knew that! They're dinosaurs! They're all big!
0: <laughs> Not all of them.
1: Some of them are very small.
0: The Great Valley.
1: Right. In the of 4 Time, when they defeat the Sharp Teeth, what they do is they cause a cave-in at the entrance to the Great Valley, which is what happened in this movie, except in this movie it happens before they get there.
0: Wait. So is it the same valley? No. In, is is that over there the cave in that they caught? Oh, so if
1: you if you just look a little bit to the right, the land before time is happening. Yeah. No, no. Uh, it can't be because that's illegal. And this—that's <laughs> <laughs> copyright infringement, Tony. <laughs> and uh, no, it's because uh, in this movie we find out that uh, Baleen is the last of her kind. Wait, do we? Yes.
0: I thought I saw some more No, earlier.
1: no, 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 the, the whole, Baleen's whole thing is that she's the last of her kind, and that's why she's an outcast.
0: Okay, because before I could have sworn I saw more of them, no. but also, later, there aren't any, and I was like, where the hell did all the, all the sauropods go? All of
1: the herd is just, like, the duck-billed ones, right? Iguanodons and the duck-bills, that's it. Oh, and there's some Styracosauruses, yes.
0: Huh, okay. I I didn't get that at all, but okay.
1: She says it when you meet her, and that's it. And she—that's the thing—is she never says it again. <laughs> that's all you get, man. By the time they get to the Great Valley, you realize, oh, the post—the apocalypse happened when that asteroid hit. That's why the Carnators are, are are were acting so viciously; they were driven out of their former feeding area then this
0: is just the land before time
1: again i know it just keeps being the land before time but that's
0: the, the the fact that they're not going to the nesting grounds because of the apocalypse means that it's insane
1: that they ever left the
0: nesting grounds is a tropical paradise and nobody should ever leave it. why would you
1: ever leave there well we're not having kids at this very moment that doesn't fucking make any goddamn sense
0: <laughs> we don't have any kids so we're gonna take them across a desert
1: We just had our kids, so we're going to take them across the desert. And then by the time we get there, they'll be all grown up and ready to have kids and they can come back like butterflies.
0: I think we talked about butterfly migration on this podcast already.
1: Oh, have we? (laughs) My first question is why. My second question is, yeah, I believe it.
0: I think the reason why was that I was super crazy into butterfly migration for a little bit because I found out it takes them four generations to do it.
1: Are you fucking serious? That probably was my reaction when you said that the last time.
0: It's two on the way and two on the way back. Why did they even do it? Yeah, the one the monarchs do it because they get poisonous when they do it because they have to eat the milkweed. But then I don't understand why they leave necessarily. Uh it doesn't make any sense to me and I'm sure somebody knows something about it, but I doubt anybody really understands it. Aladar sees it on this on the one side of the cliff so he goes back to tell everybody that his ways that he's got a safer way in. And this is the last time I'm going to say this. I, again, don't think Aladar's necessarily right, because only a few dinosaurs at a time would be able to get through that cave. It'd be like a very easy choke point for them to be picked off by predators. Except there's only the
1: one predator. I was thinking that once that second Carnotaur died, that first Carnotaur would team up with the Velociraptors, which would have made the last scene a little bit more climactic because the thing is, is there's just, it's only one of them. Like, what's it going to do?
0: Well, you know, Aladar and everybody intimidated and that like works and it goes after her. So I want to talk about what Crone does when he sees there's a huge cliff they have to climb is he tries to make a couple of kids do it and i understand why that's evil i also understand why it's good okay now wait because you want them to go first so that you could catch them because you want somebody behind the kids also if they do manage to get to the top then he's right, anybody else could do it. Yes,
1: and then they can fall to their death on the other side first. Yes. Giving the yes. other adults a soft place to land.
0: Again, though, he doesn't know that.
1: Okay, except Aladar tells him that that's what's on yes. the other side.
0: But first he does this before Aladar says that. True. Crone consistently makes the best decision. For what he believes his options are.
1: But then when another better decision shows up, he says, fuck you.
0: <laughs> then then he refuses to consider. I've already made my that's, decision. That's what makes him the villain, but they keep on trying to make him the villain for making the decision in the first place.
1: Yeah, it's and yeah, again, the problem isn't that he made a decision. That's his job as a leader. This movies kind of poorly written, is the
0: thing. Yeah, it's it's kind of a mess. Also, at this point, here's here, here's another thing that's poorly written about this movie. You know, all the other characters, they don't get to be here for the end. Oh yeah, the, the,
1: there's this whole climax happening, and on the other side of that climax is the Great Valley, where all the other characters are just chilling.
0: And it would be funny if they cut to all the other characters just chilling, but they don't.
1: <laughs> right, well, they're having this big epic fight. This yeah. just cuts to just all of them like sitting in the lake like, ah, oh, how nice. I wonder how Aladar is doing. I hope he's okay. Cut yeah. back to this epic fight.
0: Okay, well, Crone Kr- near a headbutt something like we talked about before. It does not evolve into a brother-sister fight.
1: She decides to join Aladar, and the movie frames it as being dramatic. The problem is, is that she already agreed with him earlier.
0: There was in no way where this was dramatic.
1: She has now made the choice that following her brother just because isn't good enough, and she should follow the person she agrees with, is what happened.
0: But also, what she doesn't do is, like, fight with her brother about it. Which is, again, what makes it seem like they're not siblings. Because I don't see how this happens where they're not shouting at each other or attacking each other or something. Yeah,
1: this feels more like a breakup with the shitty ex.
0: Yeah, then the carnosaur shows up. And
1: again, it's just one.
0: It's just one. Everybody stands together and it's like, um, maybe I can't fight all these guys. But it sees Crone climbing up the thing.
1: And it's like, hmm fresh meat
0: okay but here's the thing crone should be safe there because there's no way do you know okay do you do you know what cartosaurs are famous for
1: Uh, no please tell me
0: they're famous for having arms that are smaller than t-rex they're very
1: small they're so much smaller they're they're about as small as that snake that we talked about earlier very teeny barely even there
0: i cannot picture how it is something with two limbs and nothing else is gonna climb a sheer mountain wall. That's the
1: thing, is that Kron is having such a hard time climbing this cliff face, and that Carnotaur is booking it, man. It is moving so fast for something that only has two legs.
0: Kron dies, and I looking back, I'm not clear why. I think he gets bit. No,
1: bad. uh, so the Carnotaur bites him from on the back, lifts him up, and throws him, which is insane. He does not have the neck strength to do that. That's not how neck work. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever tried to lift something mildly heavy with using only your teeth. You don't get wait, very wait, far. Wait,
0: wait, 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 wait. I got a water bottle here.
1: Okay, is it full let of just... water or is it empty? Because I feel like... It's full of water. All right. Just try let Try. Let just... Let's... Okay. <laughs> Tell me how hard it is.
0: Oh, that sucks. That sucked a cool. lot. Now imagine, I...
1: it was a per- <laughs> now imagine it was a small child.
0: It mostly sucked on my teeth, but like not great.
1: Now imagine doing that to a a, like a teenager. I don't want to. Well, you know, I'm not saying do you want to. I'm saying that it's that's what happened in this movie. Oh, this is the second point where the frame rate drops like a motherfucker.
0: Okay, yes, I did. Okay, I did notice this.
1: Aladar and Nira show up to save Kron, but they're too late. He's already dead Aladar pushes the Carnotaur off the cliff to the sheer drop that he said was there the Carnotaur like at 10 frames a second tries to bring him down with him
0: so okay so here's the thing that bothered me about how quickly Crone died Aladar keeps getting bit by these fuckers seriously and he's just fine and he's fine he's like tail is a little red from the last time this happened but he's fine
1: Aladar does not have nearly as much battle damage as uh Arlu oh so here's the thing is that the Carnotaur like tries to drag him off the cliff but then doesn't but then does (laughs) it (laughs) yep so I don't understand why we had to have slow motion but Kron villains don't learn lessons in dinosaur they just die like men.
0: Uh, Aladar basically makes out with Nira above his dead body. Like honest to God. <laughs> yeah, time this to use those so lips weird. that we've had.
1: <laughs> hey, I know your brother, dad, boyfriend just died, but what if we made out <laughs> a little bit uh right now? <laughs> you know this is the second meat eater I've killed.
0: I would love for more Disney movies to have a moment where it looks like they're about to kiss, and then the girl informs the guy that this is actually, like, a super bad time because of all the shit that
1: just happened. Like, I get it. Hormones are running high for you.
0: Yeah, we got some high adrenaline here, but, but this But sucked. they are
1: not running high for me. <laughs> so let's wait. I'm ready to
0: punch something.
1: Uh, I would love to punch my brother, but he's dead.
0: But he's dead. Maybe we can get some dinner first?
1: We al- also, we have not really had a conversation.
0: That's true. They haven't had a conversation. Do you know what would make Nira a character?
1: Uh, the lines?
0: Yeah. What would make Nira a character is if she occasionally fought with Kron about stuff, but the herd was following both of them, and then it's at the end was just following her.
1: Kind of like a biarchy. Yeah. But that would also make him being her brother even weirder. Because again, if it was her dad, then it's like, of course they follow her.
0: I think it would make it exactly as weird. True. So... Okay, yeah, you're right. <laughs> but like, if they're like, dad used to be the leader, and they hadn't really had a conversation about which one of them should be.
1: Yeah, they never really cleared up the line of succession, so when he died, they just both became the leader. Like uh, Cleopatra and her brother told me the fifth. This is my favorite part of the movie, because that Aladar leads the herd into the Great Valley. Next to him is a duck-billed dinosaur, and he says, Welcome home, random dinosaur who doesn't have a speaking line. And then the dinosaur roars, and the herd goes into the Great Valley. He doesn't even say
0: that to Nira!
1: He says it to a random fucking
0: dinosaur! Speaking of roars, I want to talk about something that... We didn't really talk about, but it's it's a really negative thing, I think, with both of these movies. In this movie, in Dinosaur, they use fake dinosaur sounds too much, and in A Good Dinosaur, they use them not enough.
1: Yeah, they only use it, like, three times, right?
0: Where, like, um, what the hell is his name? Arlo? Yeah. Howls, and it sounds like a human making a howling sound.
1: Yeah, because that's just the voice actor howling.
0: Right, but I feel like it should sound like a dinosaur.
1: Yeah, it should have been more of a, like, dinosaur noise. But, like,
0: in this one, there's a lot of, like, dinosaur-sounding noises where I don't think it's necessary. Especially every time we see the carnator, they're growling. Which, a predator doesn't do at its prey, because that would be dumb.
1: I'm, <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> you don't warn your prey that you're there. You growl at other shit.
1: You growl at equals or superiors.
0: But, like, they're growling all the time. And, like, I I understand why it's done. Somebody should have worked on the sound design of this movie and understood why it shouldn't be done. I don't know. It's just, like, a little thing I kept noticing.
1: I will say that the dinosaur noises in this movie were very generic and boring. Like, it was just... And they weren't individualized to every species. It was all the same sounding noise.
0: You know how in Jurassic Park, the T-Rex noise is
1: a... Super iconic.
0: It's like a terrier slowed down. Yeah. But it sounds like a T-Rex. These ones all sound like dogs slowed down.
1: There's no good sound design, and they all sound the same. In Jurassic Park, the T Rex and the Velociraptors sound distinctly different, uh, and they're all given like their own kind of cadence. The T Rex has kind of a long, droning. The Velociraptors kind of click all the time at very high rates to let you know that they're because they're fast. It's it's yep. interesting. It's good sound design.
0: Yeah, Aladar and Nira have a kid.
1: They have. A, it's the beginning of the movie. And the beginning of the movie couldn't happen if it w- if Aladar wasn't raised by lemurs.
0: End of movie. No. What? Let me end the movie. The
1: shitty one gets a harem. Now it's the end. Of- now we and and now now the movie can end.
0: Wow, I'm so glad we went back for that note.
1: <laughs>
0: oh wait, nope.
1: And then they all died from another bigger asteroid. Damn.
0: Because
1: <laughs> unlike the last movie, this movie takes place in the dinosaur times. Which means they eventually will all die.
0: What you think, these movies?
1: So, first of all, I'm really disappointed that Dinosaur, of all the Disney movies that ripped off The Lion King, didn't rip off The Lion King's smash cut ending. <laughs> because the end credits, I don't know if you noticed this, are the same fucking font as The Lion King. With the same, like, dividing line and the same color scheme, too.
0: So they could have just done it. They
1: could. They might as well have. I mean, it would have been something. What a not-movie. This movie is like, what, an hour and a half long?
0: Yeah, something like that. Oh god, it's
1: 82 minutes. Fuck you.
0: Is it really? This
1: movie's 82 minutes long. That's insane. Most of the stuff we talked about is like 30 minutes of the movie, because the other 30 minutes are just really long montages. So much of this movie is just dinosaurs walking across a desert. There's no dialogue. Like, the movie doesn't start until we get to the watering hole. At that point, we've already seen 45 minutes of bullshit.
0: It's crazy that there are two Disney movies with huge budgets that were about dinosaurs, and neither of them were any good.
1: You would think it would just work.
0: It should work.
1: It shouldn't be hard to write an interesting movie about dinosaurs.
0: Here's all you have to do. You just have to write an interesting movie, and then make all those characters dinosaurs. It could be anything! It
1: could be Hamlet with dinosaurs.
0: Hamlet with dinosaurs? Well, they did that with lions, and I'd like them to not keep repeating it.
1: Othello with dinosaurs! Like, just pick (laughs) a fucking Shakespeare play and make it about dinosaurs.
0: Pick a Shakespeare. Macbeth with dinosaurs? That's also The
1: Lion King, unfortunately.
0: It's only a little the Lion King. It's a bit the Lion King, actually. <laughs> yeah.
1: The problem with the Lion King is that they took two Shakespeare plays, uh, which is why it's two times as good as all the other Disney movies. <laughs> Swan Princess with dinosaurs.
0: <laughs> oh my god.
1: The Ugly Duckling with dinosaurs. That one writes itself.
0: Yeah, that one works, um, but I don't think it'd be good.
1: Uh, I mean, it'd, it'd be a fucking decent kids movie at least. That's the thing is that these are both not good kids movies.
0: Dinosaur is almost a kids' movie. No, in that that it there's is... nothing. Th- there's there's nothing real objectionable, and there's a lot of pseudo um scientific junk.
1: A lot less weird gender <laughs> fucking harassment shit in the good dinosaur. Shit, you're right. So I'll take yeah. the good dinosaur over dinosaur because of that.
0: The good dinosaur has a kid almost being choked to death, which is bad. I just I can't get past that.
1: No, me neither. I'm not saying. Uh, listen, there. These are both. Not movies that are for kids.
0: These aren't movies that are for anybody because they were made for kids,
1: and they're and because they're not for kids, they're not for anyone. They
0: they're not for anybody. They missed it. They did bad.
1: They swung and a miss. Swung and a miss. And that the it really is. I think it's kind of hilarious, right? That Walt Disney and Pixar both tried,
0: and it was terrible each time. Uh huh. Not even just like not good.
1: The problem is, is that they're not. Neither of them are quite ridiculous enough. For me to go, this movie's crazy. They're not crazy. They're just boring.
0: Boring is the worst thing a movie could be.
1: It's the worst thing I think any piece of media could be. Here's the thing. Is that if somebody hates your movie, that means maybe, just maybe, there's somebody out there that likes it.
0: Because hate is not the opposite of love. It's <laughs> Those are related.
1: <laughs> what, what, what I'm trying to say is, is that the things that people point to that make them hate stuff are the same things that people point to that people will say makes them like it. You, you're going to have a divisive audience. And if people hate your stuff, that means that, however small, there is an audience of people that maybe will like it. But if everyone thinks your movie's boring, everyone thinks your movie's boring. And unfortunately, unlike The Last Dinosaur, Dinosaur doesn't have enough of a script. It's just not enough happening.
0: I don't think there's enough happening in The Last Dinosaur, either. At
1: least The Last Dinosaur has some shit in it that I could, like cut out and enjoy like T-Rex ranchers
0: that's literally the only redeeming thing in the movie but dude
1: that's 20 minutes of fun that guess what dinosaur didn't have Yeah, there is a short movie in the last in the good dinosaur called the rancher dinosaur that's great all of dinosaur sucks this is very confusing because they keep saying dinosaur over and over again
0: you know what the other thing is these fucking names are terrible they need
1: to give them better names
0: what the fucking hell Why would you name a movie Dinosaur? Are you insane? Why would you name a movie A Good Dinosaur?
1: The Good Dinosaur. What the
0: hell does The Good Dinosaur? It doesn't matter. What the hell does it mean? That's the problem
1: is that the movie doesn't tell us what it means because for most of that movie that the main character does a lot of really questionable shit.
0: He doesn't seem that good.
1: He says out loud to a human baby I'm going to kill you. I should have killed you when I had the chance.
0: Yeah, fuck this (laughs) This... These movies suck.
1: These movies are so bad.
0: <laughs> Thank you for listening to direct a video. Podcast where we watch bullshit movies. <laughs> where we pair bullshit that I hate. like
1: fine wine. I don't hate them.
0: I hate them. I can hate them. I hate them enough for both of us. I definitely
1: will never think about them again after this.
0: I hate them because the more we talk about it, the more it's like, oh, not only were they boring, but also all this terrible shit. They're boring and they're sexist. Or they're boring and they keep trying to kill a kid. Thank you for listening to Direct2Video. VHS? I have been your host, Tony Robusta.
1: I have been your host, Andy Reyes.
0: You can uh, find me on Twitter at TheaterBytes or find the comic that I do at Uh,
1: You can find me on Twitter at Royalty underscore Valens. You can also find uh, all of our other episodes and everything we do on your local podcatcher or just at our website, direct2.video.
0: You can also mail us at direct2.video. And subscribe to us um, your favorite podcatcher so that you get all of our episodes, not just the last ten, which yeah. I feel like I should mention again. Mm-hmm. If you're not subscribed, you only see the last ten. That's so weird. It's very just weird.
1: Smash that subscribe button, as the YouTube would say.
0: I hate your words. <laughs> you're
1: about to hate them even more. Uh, but before we get to that, uh, we'd like to thank Lee Rosevear for
0: planet e off of trappist one
1: thank you i just can't remember the nation it's cool let me tell you what we're gonna watch next week <laughs> please we are going to be watching tinkerbell and tinkerbell and the lost treasure
0: Wait, is the first one just called tinkerbell
1: it's just called tinkerbell it's like uh it's like it's like kind of the album of the band kind of.
0: Boy, i'm either going to hate this or i'm going to love it. After
1: things about myself here's the thing is that if i remember correctly both of us kind of fucking hated tinkerbell in the animated movies so boy did
0: she suck
1: so, so we're we'll see how this movie handles that again i think she talks in these so it's gonna be
0: weird it'd be so much worse if she didn't
1: we're and this is going to kind of be the beginning of the tinkerbell animated uh, universe apparently there's eight movies you're right
0: i do hate you <laughs> <laughs> i am the ghost of john smith
1: <laughs> uh, I'm an internet miscreant. Is I found a movie that I do want us to watch at some point. The problem is, is that I have no idea how we're even going to pair this with anything.
0: What's the movie?
1: The movie is called Good Boy! Oh,
0: this movie! Yeah. The movie where dogs are aliens.
1: Yes. And (sighs) I, I don't know. The thing is, is that there is nothing else that I can even think about putting together with this. So
0: there aren't even related videos on imdb
1: dude i know that's right normal this movie is such an anomaly that even imdb is like people who like this are like nothing else this is their life
0: mm. <laughs> i'm sorry i just got to the goofs where it's like um if dogs have a planet where they're rulers and humans have never been controlled, then that planet can't possibly have anything like pugs or chihuahuas or other toy breeds because they're only here because of inbreeding. And I was like, yeah, that's true, but also that's, <laughs> that's probably not really a goof so much as it is you not believing the bullshit this movie tries to sell you.
1: <laughs> that's a very specific anger. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Are you okay? Uh, 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 I
0: cannot be in the. Uh, 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 uh,
1: uh, <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> I think you're dying.
0: Plot holes. No. Who built the dog spaceships? They can't have done it themselves, not having opposable thumbs. <laughs> Oh my god. Factual errors. When Owen crosses off the last day in August on his calendar, he crosses the number 30. Even though there are 31 days in August. How do you
1: fuck up that bad?
0: That sounds pretty bad. Did
1: they not just buy a calendar? What the fuck?
0: (laughs) When the dogs return in the end, everyone is looking up with wide eyes and mouths, but the spaceship isn't visible until Owen turns his head. (laughs) Oh my, I don't want to watch this. No,
2: I don't either.